Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with the Greg Wilson, hey, hey. CB Gold. How you doing? <laughs> and Joe the Kid Perez. Hello, everybody. Uh, we got a great... How you doing? I, I, I'm CB's Gold Coast and <laughs> uh, Pawn Shop down here on the Jersey Shore. I relocated. Now I'm back. I like I'm that. I'm CB Gold's li- Gold, Gold, Gold. I like that. That's good. <laughs> if you like it, we're not, not going to be able to do it. <laughs> so, uh, every... Oh, that's how easy it is? <laughs> All right, I love everything. <laughs> uh, we have a great show today. We have... We have uh, the champ, Bellator champion, Daniel Strauss, uh, is calling in, as well as Sarah McMahon and, po- right. and possibly Diego Sanchez. So we, we got we got a stack stack show. Hot show. Um, Hot uh, lineup. Now, Joe the Kid Perez uh, has to leave in 10 minutes. Yeah, um, school. I'm sorry, guys. But before the show, you informed us something that we have to talk about. It's very, yeah, very Yeah, we important. shut it down immediately because we were like, oh, save it. This is going to be good. <laughs> so, well, I have some spectacular news. I'm very proud of myself. Uh, um, I'm here to inform you guys that I finally took a woman's virginity for the first time. I've never done that before. Nice. Now, were you related to her? No. Uh, Does she know you, you took her virginity? <laughs> oh, oh, she knows. It's such. Have you ever taken anybody's virginity? I took a video and posted it online. Have I taken a girl's virginity? Any of you, yeah. No. Uh, I think I took a girl. Hmm. Good question. I don't know. I don't think so. No. It was weird because she was screaming the whole time because it was so painful. Okay. Which made me feel good about myself because, you know, I'm not packing any heat. My, my dick is only like two inches. It's no big deal. But she, well, it's, it must have been so, I don't understand how it's so painful. Now, now where did you meet this girl? Oh, on Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. Right. And, and, and now, how, how long have you guys been going out? Oh, like a week. A week? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and Solid game. She was looking to get rid of that shit, huh? <laughs> and how, how old was this girl? Uh, I think she's 18, I hope. Yeah, you. <laughs> oh no! This just gets better and better. <laughs> no, she was eighteen. He is, he has not 18. heard anything that's been told to him She's the past. Eighteen years like, old, months. but you're twenty. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, terrible. it's not like it's unnatural. Now, mm-hmm. did you take her out for dinner or anything? Or no, no. I just took her straight to my home and and had sex with her. Yeah. Okay. That's what the kids do these days. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> This guy's been getting laid for about a month, and it just now. It I mean, do you, now do you like this girl? Oh, we stopped talking. Why? <laughs> she said it was just too awkward to to like rush things physically in a relationship. You had sex with her within a week. Yeah, nice. Now, did Were she you had... in the right hole? Oh, but she was a freak. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But the thing is, she was a freaky one. She was the instigator. Really? She was the yeah. One, yeah. So I was like, she said to you, I, she just said it to you, I'm, I'm a virgin. Yeah, and she was like, she was a freaky, dirty girl. I didn't want to do any of that because I really liked her. Right. But she just she's the one that sent me naked pictures and of her ass and her titties. I was like, oh well, well and here we go let's again. Let's see those. Now, now, I mean, did you did you kiss her? Did now did you did you get her a little sexed up at all or? What do you mean? Like 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 <laughs> because she's a virgin. I mean, did you finger her? Did you get her like loose at all? Was oh, there yeah, for foreplay? Sure. Totally. Did you go down on her? Well, she's the girl. Well, yeah, of course. Well, but, that's not a yeah, of course. But yeah, good. She she said she's never even put a finger inside of her vagina before. Not even her own finger. Yeah, not even her own finger. Wow. Should I believe that? Uh, well, maybe. I mean, yeah. If you were making her scream, then I guess so. <laughs> then it must because most girls have. I mean, she, 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 now she wasn't screaming help, right? I mean, she was screaming. <laughs> no, she was like she in was pain. screaming. I, I would have heard that. <laughs> police. I, I would have heard help he or police. Going, he thought she was saying please, and he, <laughs> but she was actually screaming police. <laughs> All right, so listen. Uh, I mean, why don't you like her? 
Well, well I think I'm, I agree with her. It's, just, it's kind of awkward to be in a relationship with somebody who you've already been so physical with. No, listen. What? I mean, do you this like this girl? Like bullshit. Do you like this girl? <laughs> no, I don't like her at all. <laughs> Uh, not anymore. I what, did. What, what do you mean you did? Well, you see, when you talk to somebody on Tinder, you create like this perception of what they are in person. Right. And you meet them, and they're like kind of totally different, you know. Yeah. So that's how they probably feel about me too, you know. Right. But it's no big deal. So I mean, listen, I, I don't know. I mean, you're young, uh, but this shouldn't be a goal of yours to take people's virginity. Oh, I, it's not. I feel so bad. I'm All surprised right. she didn't get like super clingy or anything, because usually, like, that's the. The story, like you take a girl's virginity, and they're like, "I love you. I want to be right, with you totally, forever." Exactly, like, like your emotion falls right out of their pussy. It's like, yeah. yeah. yeah How many opposite. virginities have you, you taken? <laughs> I have it, but I've heard stories. You've heard stories. Okay. Now, uh, and that might and by be the why way, he can't set. Uh, taking girls' virginity is a goal because he's already achieved it. Right. So it's off the list. Okay. Well. All right. Well. Well, there's you know. one less for a dead Muslim. But my, when he goes my, to heaven. Uh, hello. My body count. <laughs> My body count is approaching 10, so I'm kind of happy. 10 girls. Yeah. All right. Approaching? Well, yeah. Well, you shouldn't have a body count. Aren't we at like four? Oh, don't lie. What is this talk? I'm trying to like, help you. Wait a second. When you were his age, you didn't have your numbers. Even now, I and, sometimes if I can't fall asleep, I just count chicks. And wait a second. What are you, what are you at right now? Four? I think I'm like at five, six, seven, seven. Seven. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, so now you're back, you're back on Tinder? Oh, yeah, for sure. Of course. <laughs> okay. You're yeah. back on oh, Tinder. Yeah. Are you on Bumble too? Uh, not Bumble yet, because oh. I have to redo my profile and everything. Now, are you using regular pictures now, or are you yes? No, no more Scarfaces. Yeah, but I changed my description, like my profile. It wasn't just like I like. What was it? I like. I like chapstick. Not now. What is it? Now I, I'm a little bit more honest. So the first line is that I hate everybody. I hate people. Okay, okay. brings them in. I'm a very <laughs> introverted person. Yeah. you know, just I want to be real with these women. So I haven't really gotten any matches yet, <laughs> but. You know, you get a couple matches, but they're like fake profiles. They yeah. Well, you, but, I mean, you, you got this match. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you want to be yourself, yes, but you don't. There, you show certain cards, you don't show other cards. <laughs> well, look, you the, got because that's what girls do. Girls reveal it one card at a time. The good news for her is it can only get better. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the good news. I agree, hundred percent. So uh, listen, give uh, go go to go to class. Thank you for uh, starting the podcast with and, this. Yeah, thank you for everybody for having me. Thank you guys for listening to Wean Dog Radio. It's a big hit. Um, I think we're ranked number ten thousand on the podcast charts. So. Really? No, I just oh. made that up. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, thank you. Joe. All right. Well, he's loaded with great jokes, as awkward <laughs> as ever. <laughs> but he's he's slaying virginity. Oh my God, Captain Awkward. Good for you, brother. Back I'm proud. Up. Let me see some of those nudie pics, by the way, really uh, quick. All right. So uh, <laughs> I'll talk about my week a little bit. Um, had a very interesting week. I had uh, the last Thursday. I took uh, Brie went to went saw, saw Kanye West. Yes. Uh, and it was uh, it was a really good it was a good concert. It was a weird concert because. You know, he, he goes, the stage is floating above the stage. So, okay. above the floor, he's actually floating. Um, he's, he's like on a stage that's, wrote, that's hovering above everybody. And below him is this mosh pit. Yeah, by the way, I, Joe just showed us the girl. Good job, bro. I'm not sure that. Okay, so now. The, <laughs> I'm sure I should be looking at that. All right, so. So, uh, so Kanye's above the stage. Everybody's moshing below him. Okay. It's like sort of like an EDM concert, right? Uh-huh. It's just him. And he's sort of just strapped on there. And then you don't even see his face. The whole concert, you don't even know if it's really... It, it could have been Eves. could have been a replacement. Yeah. It could have been Eves. Right. Uh, but, but, I mean, it was hit after hit after hit. A lot of new stuff. People went crazy. It was interesting. There were... 
not many black people at that concert. Like, uh, well, that's what they say. When you become a hit, the color of your audience changes. Well, that's what happened. I yeah. mean, there must have been 30 black people out of the 15,000 people <laughs> that were there. I mean, maybe more. And you have a count. I, I, like I, was, I was there when the around, show's like, getting ready. It was all hipsters. How many were Armenians? It was hipsters. It was Asian. It was uh, Mexican, yeah. Armenian. But There were some people on your Periscope that did not look like they wanted to be there. <laughs> oh, well, first of all, Right below behind us was like the cool dad who took his daughter and her friends, mm -hmm. which was annoying because they, they knew every word oh, and, and they're all singing. And the dad's like looked half miserable. But then I wanted to, you know, smoke a little bit, but I don't want to like have the. With the children, yeah. but that's the risk he takes when you take children to a concert. You think I should have smoked? Yes. I would have. You would have? Absolutely. Oh, good, because I, I, yeah, I did. And, and then, um, <laughs> so then, so I'm at the concert. And then uh, the worst part about the show, though, like the show was good, he was good, but in the middle of the concert they play a fifteen a ten minute Kim Kardashian home video. Ugh. It was her birthday the week before. And he already put it out on Instagram, but he put it again. So he made everybody watch a home video of Kim Kardashian growing up, the Kardashian family, the father, Rob Kart I mean, so that's sort of like like we all got tricked into watching this. Like, yes. I paid a hundred and forty dollars to see a Kim. Like really? So that sort of kind of was a buzzkill. But then the rest of the concert was good. That's uh, like a little uh, Trump technique he pulled there. <laughs> He's like, "Well, I have you here. Have you tried the Trump steaks? Uh, yeah. I mean, While everyone's assembled, isn't this hotel beautiful? Like, I mean, I well, guess I have you here. Here's my wife's video. I guess it was nice for her. I mean, it was, he was trying to show the the card of like, look at me. I'm such a great boyfriend or husband. But, but I'm like, come on, dude. Like, we didn't come for this. No. And people kind of applauded politely, but you could tell that they were kind of. Uh, yeah. So that was that. Over the weekend, I we went to. The food tasting for the wedding. Well, and it's not like, you know, uh, Kardashian is someone that needs promotion. <laughs> yeah. It's not like people were like, who is this now? What is, you know what I mean? Like, like she needs exposure. She's, you know, like. Or that everyone respects. It's yeah, not even yeah, like. Right. Or is dying to see more of. Yeah. Like she's almost an overkill and then he's giving you more of it. Right. It was, it was an interesting concert. I mean. Personally, like, well, I, I saw Alice Cooper Sunday night, yeah, and he put on a much better show, like, because it was a show, yeah, it was like the band, right? It was him, and it was the guillotine, and he had the snakes, and it was like just this amazing show, yeah. Even Brie, who is a diehard Kanye fan, right, was like Alice is better, right? Because it was, it was, uh, but it was weird, like, at the end of the concert, Johnny Depp came out to play that song with him, right? Right, right. and it's everyone's like, he's, he's like, been Johnny. doing that, he's been showing up playing guitar everywhere. Well, they're in a band called the Hollywood Vampires, oh, right, that's it's him. Yeah, yeah, Depp, yeah. Joe Perry from Arrowhead, yeah, but he's like yeah, everyone, Johnny Depp, and people were like applauding. But after the whole like beating up his girlfriend thing, it wasn't the same like ovation he would have right, gotten. Right, right, right. It was interesting. You know, people were like, uh, "Yeah, this is cool." I, I guess I like. Well, LA is so unimpressed. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're like, okay, you know, like oh, a famous person, like throw, you know, like you do that in the Midwest, the audience goes. Wild, yeah. But you do that in L.A. and it's like, oh, I guess he had the night off and <laughs> had to come out. Um, you know, the thing about Kanye, back to the Kanye West show, this is the the one knock that rap music takes is that they're not good concerts. 
because there's no band. Yeah. There's no band. There's no dancers generally. Like most of them don't, uh, you know, it's just them kind of walking around rapping, which rap is great on the radio. It's great to listen to, but it's not that great to really watch. But DMX put on a show and a half. Uh, I mean, he had the whole crowd going crazy for two hours. It was a different kind of show. Some guys put on the show. Where, Some guys get it and put on the show. The best rapper I ever saw. And you can tell this is going to be weird, but it was Kid Rock. Because oh, he had yeah. a band. He had the turntables. He had strippers. Yeah. He had fireworks that he put on a fucking show. Yeah, that's. but Kanye also was strapped to like a, a freaking raft hovering above the crowd right. the entire time. That's so That would have been up. cool to have like two or three songs right every single the whole thing you're looking up at him which that's what he wants yeah look at me up here floating your guy and he didn't even acknowledge the crowd he just said alright LA I see you LA that's all he said like yeah. it wasn't like thank you guys for coming or well, it like, like anytime he does try and talk to the crowd he says something fucked gets something stupid but, like him telling the, the guy in the wheelchair to stand up and he stops the whole concert he's like I want that motherfucker on his feet and they're like he's in a wheelchair Right. Well, DMX at least that was like funny though, because he'd be like, "I want to, the you know, I found the Lord who saved me, and you got to find Jesus." Here's my song. Fuck my bitches. (laughs) You're like, what? But contractually, I got to do the songs from when I was fucking all these. (laughs) That's like Dion Sanders. When Dion Sanders, before he became a Christian, yeah, you know, the guy lived the life. He, and I lived in Dallas at the time, and he was a player on the Cowboys. He had his own nightclub called Primetime, right? He had his, own, you know, this party house with all that. And then he becomes a Christian, but his, his, he would go on the radio and shit, and they'd try and interview him and be like, you know, I... <laughs> I was the fastest man in the NFL. I, I had everything I ever wanted. Nightclubs, so many women, women day and night, every color, every kind, every size, every dimension, so much women, but I couldn't outrun God. Right. And I'm like, what kind of testimony is this? This sounds like you're bragging. He's like, I had so many than- women uh, call me on three. You women, the black women, uh, Martha, I remember you. I'm on Facebook, DM me. <laughs> Yeah, but praise Jesus. Uh, but so then Saturday we went and uh, me and Bree did the, the the food tasting for the wedding. Okay, uh, which is good because my last wedding activity I got banned from basically because me and Bree went to go check out the place, one of the places we were looking at to have a wedding in, and I was still on crutches and I I hadn't, I hadn't done comedy in like a week and a half. So you know we, we, when you have when you don't do comedy, so now you're making jokes at the wrong time. Yeah, when you don't do comedy, we're gonna have. It comes out during the wrong times. So we go there, and the lady was like, yeah, you know, outside it's $20,000 to have the wedding, but inside it's 15000 to have a wedding. And I'm like, uh, how much in the parking lot? And, and, and then and Bree was like, uh, he's a comedian. Like, you could tell she was not happy. Right, the, right, the disappointed one, you know, oh, he, cause there's, oh he's a comedian. Yeah. And then there's, oh, he's a comedian. And then, and then I'm, I'm still on crutches, and then there's like a couple waiting to go in. And I was like, guys, be careful. Uh, I wasn't on crutches when I got here. <laughs> and then the lady was like, he is a comedian. Like, uh, <laughs> I got that he's a comedian twice. 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 Boy, so, that's quite, you're really hitting home runs that day. So the, 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 this was much better. And then Saturday night, I, we did, that, uh, I did a show at the Haha. CB came. Uh, it was good. I was a little nervous because it was Thanksgiving weekend. And like sometimes people do not come to comedy clubs for that. But it was a good crowd. Oh. 
Halloween weekend. Uh, I mean, I had th- I mean, ho- it was Halloween. Look, I wish it was Thanksgiving. It was Halloween, and it was a uh, it was a good crowd though. Uh, CB it was came. A good crowd. I had fun. Where uh, were you? The Ha Ha. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, she had me uh, two shows to headline, and it was uh, on Friday or Saturday. 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 And it was it was good. It was a lot of fun. That's and, good because that is a tough night, you know, because everybody was doing the Halloween. Halloween. It was interesting crowd. The first show there was like like four gay dudes, and I was like, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Gay dudes not celebrating Halloween. I know, I know. That's weird. And I was like, that's like their Christmas. I, I they, and these guys, and they were great. They were great. And then there was this like, there were these like uh, rough looking like uh, you know, Mexican like, uh-huh. like tattoos on their head, and they were dying. It was a very diverse crowd. Uh, one lady gave me the finger. I was messing with her. this Asian like woman eight times. Eight times. And I was like, I'll give you four back. <laughs> I think I think my favorite was like, oh, you're from Japan? Well, Hello Kitty. And yeah, I was yeah, just she's like, from Japan. She's like, we met in, in Japan, me and her back in high school. I'm like, well, Hello Kitty. I, I was, <laughs> it was fun. It was a fun, fun show. I was... I was I was having a blast. CB was having a blast. Oh man, it was so much fun. And you know, every time Chuck comes to a show, he brings his mom, and that's just easy crowd work. Oh yeah, I'm, Chuck. But, but like, they don't this, know this guy named Chuck, who's like the biggest MMA fan in the world. He comes to like all my what? shows, like I'm mean, not except for CB. He comes <laughs> to all my shows and brings his mom, who's like seventy, but she looks like a hundred. And, uh, <laughs> so, but she comes to. Sh- I always mess with her every yeah. show, and she loves it. So I was but like, I, the crowd has no idea, and they're like, oh, leave the old lady alone. And then yeah. at the end, he's got to like claim, like I know her, like yeah. or whatever. But it's just, it was so much fun. It I think, was a I good think crowd. I called her Ben Franklin at one point. You did. <laughs> <laughs> you said, uh, you said, oh fuck, you said something before that, and you're like, no, actually, Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin. Yeah, I said. She Were you the one that I saw that was? I think it was you, who there was some old lady in the front. You're like, wow. You're so old, your first dildo was wooden? <laughs> no, was that, that wasn't me. You? Somebody said that. I said she used to I blow... I bet your first dildo was wood. I said she used like to blow that. Lincoln back in the day. <laughs> okay. It was fun. And then I was like, I'll do a joke for you. B-34. <laughs> so, so it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, so that was cool. How was your weekend? It was good. You know, we went to the... We did the Halloween thing on Saturday. Uh, and that was, uh, that was awesome. You know, uh, we were we were Bill and Monica, so that I Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. No way. Yeah, I was Monica, um, and we had the big. You know, we had you know frosting on the dress for the big cum stain, and she dressed, we got her a silver wig to be Bill Clinton. And oh, and what's funny is we go to the grocery store to buy beer to take to the party, and because um, I didn't have enough Coke to share, right? Uh, so we go to get beer, and we're in line at Ralph's. We're in line at Ralph's to pay for it, and the the woman behind the the register, she's like, you know, oh, what are you? Wait a minute, what are you guys? And we're like, you know, Bill Clinton and Monica. Oh, oh yeah. And then she goes, like, what's that on your dress? And I'm like, that's President Clinton, you know, pointing at the shit on my dress. And she's like, oh, you guys are crazy. You're so crazy. And then she turns around, and starts yelling four aisles down, Janita. You gotta see this. These guys are crazy. That's Bill in the windskin. That's the mess. And um, she thought it was the funniest shit as she'd call another over. That's awesome. You're like, I just want to go to a fucking party. Totally like, fuck it, now, I'm glad you like this outfit and everything, but we got to listen to Now, Saturday, did you party hard on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, we got re- I got wrecked. <laughs> like, how, was, how hard? Pretty hard, man. That was pretty wild. Like, what? Drink a lot of, lot of Jack Daniels. And we were all, I mean, we were all doing blow. So, I mean, there was just blow. Not summer. Summer right. doesn't do anything like that. But, you know, we were all partying and going nuts and having a good time. Now, well, I mean, what's the point of this? If you're already engaged and you're, I mean, what? I like to party. 
I worry about you, man. I mean, uh, you, it doesn't happen that often, but it I know, did, you know, I know, but you're 60. It's, <laughs> it's just, you know. Only internally. <laughs> Externally, I'm still a solid 35. You're still 18. Uh, <laughs> when, when was that Gonzo video from, I think, Bruce's? Yeah. When, I saw that? it on, I watched the whole thing. When was that from? Was that That recent? was from last Wednesday night. Oh, my God. Did you see this video? No. Is it more naked chicks? No, but this this like o- Old older lady. women older woman, woman was like grinding him and like I giving him a lap dance and like making dance. out with him and all this shit like it's on the video and then it, after it I guess this other girl that had grinded on him before like got a, a shorter song and she was pissed off about it and he like was like oh you're jealous because she got a longer song or whatever. No, and like, where was that? This is this bar called Bruce's out in Santa Fe Springs. Oh man, I don't even know how it got that wild, but that's how you never know when it's gonna go gone. You never like know. That. The video was I mean, crazy. It was so funny, but it was crazy. It. How do I watch this video? It's, it's on, on my Facebook. Twitter. It's on Facebook and it's on Twitter and it's on my fan page. All right, so just look for it. It's, it's yeah. So let's talk about some fights. Let's talk At about the Greg Wilson. Some, yes, fights and fights and fights. Fights uh, MMA. That's right. It's an so, MMA show. Yes. Uh, the uh, rumor is Matt Mitrione is going to fight Fedor in Bellator. It's official. It's official? Is it yeah, Bellator? Yeah, they just haven't found a date for it yet. I'm praying the LA card. I think this is a terrible... I think, look, I'm excited for it. I'm going to watch it. So, I, I you know, I love Mitrione. Fedor, how do you... He's a legend. I just worry for his life in this card. I Whose mean, life? Fedor. Oh. Uh, I mean, he, he's been, you know, stopped. He's been knocked out or stopped his last couple fights. Not last couple fights, but, you know, Hendo beat him. Uh, he did lose to a 205er. Bigfoot beat him. And isn't he about, uh, like, 48 years old or something? He's about 48 years old. Look, back in the day, he was the greatest. I mean, you're talking about a guy who beat, you know, Crow Cop Minotauro, twice. Noguera. Beat Noguera. Beat Randleman. Beat Coleman. A monstrous row of, of heavyweights. Rogers, Arlovsky, Tim Sylvia. Yeah. But now, what's the point? I mean, am I going to watch it? Yes. Am I going to love watching it? Yes. But I just do, yes? I, I do fear for the guy's health. Here's the thing. This is a very Bellator thing to do. They get Matt Mitrione. Great. And then they feel the need to get a name. Yeah. Any name. No, they got, well, the biggest name in MMA at one point. Right, but not, but, uh, but he's ancient. But they've had him. Like, he was I in know, Ryzen. but it's like, why do they, they, uh, they, they have I t- don't think they need to still be going back this far for these names. Well, I just, I like, uh, well, I, I, don't I, don't, I don't think they need to do that. I think they need to move on from that, that design, that idea of, I don't care how they are, old they are, we need a name, let's put them out there. But on the other hand, on the other hand, to their credit, like I'm like looking at like the underground, uh, a, a nice article written by by Carrick. I mean, they signed five amazing wrestlers. They signed Joey Davis, a four-time NCAA Division II champion, Tyrell Fortune, Division II Wrestler of the Year, Aaron Pico, who uh, Olympian, uh, not, not Olympian. I mean, this dude was like uh, the best wrestler in the nation at one point. I mean, they're they're saying he might be an Olympian. Aaron Pico's the man. Ed Ruth, three-time. Division One national champion and Jared Trice, three-time NCAA All-American. I mean, these are that's who they're. they're no, they're, yeah, they're trying to develop. That's exactly what they should be doing. I totally agree with that. And they get a guy like Fedor, uh, Mitrione to put on the card to get eyeballs, and then they throw in these these guys under the, on the undercard. So, so all those guys are on the same undercard. No, 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 no. Two of them are fighting this weekend. Ed Ruth is fighting this weekend in Connecticut, and uh, and Tyrell Fortune. Uh, on the undercard of Bellator, so I, I understand the, the thought process of of get 
get guys that are names that are a little bit old and get brand new guys. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, which is a interesting. Uh, but look, I mean, look, Fedor Mitrione has people talking. Uh, you know, no one's talking about Jared Trice or and or Tyrell Fortune except for the. Um, no, but that doesn't mean that Fedor's the only option to fight Mitchell. No, no, no. Well, here's, no. here's my take on it. Number one, Bellator and Ryzen have a talent exchange. Because when Fedor got announced for the first Ryzen event, it was at a Bellator event called Dynamite of last year. And the other thing I think they're doing, which we had discussed before, they have a, they have a vacant heavyweight championship. And they're doing a four-man tournament. So you already had Lashley, Congo, and Mitrione. You needed a fourth. I would guessed here a ton of last week. I might be wrong. I think it's Fedor, and that brings eyes to your new heavyweight champion because for two to three years, their champion, Vitaly Minikov, didn't defend, and nobody really knew who the fuck he was. So these four names, and, you crown a new heavyweight champion, and everybody knows who he Fedor is. And Fedor could win this fight. I mean, Fedor Mitrion, could definitely win this Mitrion fight. Fedor gets hurt a lot. Fedor I mean, could submit he, him, too. He does get hurt. I, I mean, he does get hurt. Um, and Fedor has the power to hurt him. So it's an interesting fight. Uh, you know... I don't know. It's crazy. But we're going to call Daniel Strauss right now the Bellator champion. All right. Um, the guy who... Uh, Adam Hunter. I don't know. Maybe this is not his call. Oh, sorry. I called the wrong number. Sorry. That's not him. <laughs> is that Don Fry? <laughs> I don't know who that was. Uh, here we go. I have, I have orders in the fridge, by the way, Greg. I'm getting one. So CB, all calling Daniel. Any new chicks in the life of CB? No, same one. Same one. Same one. How's that going? It's going good. You see a future? Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. We're calling Daniel Strauss right now. <laughs> Hello, Daniel Strauss. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. We have the Bellator champion. We don't just have any Bellator fighter. We have the champion, yeah, Daniel Strauss. Yeah. How are you, man? The, the champ is here. How you feeling, man? Good, man. Good, good, good. Uh, obviously, uh, I met I met Daniel uh, in Florida. He came to my show with his beautiful girlfriend. Is it your wife or your girlfriend? Fiance, fiance, fiance. Now, what? So, when's the big date? Nothing yet, man. It's just been, you know. It'll be, you know, maybe next year sometime. Daniel, you gotta listen, man. You gotta, you gotta listen up. This girl, right? She's been with you for ten years. She's been with you back when, back when nobody knew you. Back when you were doing. Back when you were doing maintenance. Okay, after after high school, you were doing maintenance. You were down and out. This girl was with you. You gotta set a date, man. Got to. Yes. I'm telling you. Yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a long road. She's let me get to where I'm at, so, you nice. know. So, so how are you doing, by the way? How's everything? Uh, are, how's American Top Team? How's the uh, training? Everything is good. And, uh, you know, I was out for a while with a hand injury. Kind of, you know, it, it's been rough to get with. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, <clears throat> you know, trying to get my hand back. And once it got back, I just got the... Uh, uh, sparring about three weeks ago, and you know I finally got the okay. So, you know everything's been good. It's just been slow motion. It's, it's kind of rough being out sitting on the sidelines, but you know I'm looking forward to get back to it, uh, back to work, and getting back in the cage and everything. So, hopefully uh, I can get a, a date here soon. Nice. Uh, any uh, uh, clue as to who they're, they're going to have you fight next? 
No, I, I don't. Uh, nothing. I actually thought it was going to be. I thought I was. Gonna, uh, I was hoping that I could do something by the end of the year. And I was thinking in my in my eyes. I was looking at Weiss. You know, he's been making the best campaign. He's been winning. He got some. Good but uh, I know they just lined him up. So uh, I really don't have any idea who I'll fight or, you know, what the next move is. It's, you know, it doesn't really matter to me. Just line them up. What about getting you on the January card with uh, Chael and uh, Tito? Ah, that's possible. I would love to get on that too. Any any card they got available, let me know. I'm I'm always ready to go. You know, if they do that, that uh, when when is that? That's uh, late January. January twenty first, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would love to be a part of that card. You know, any any card I can get on. I know they got uh, two big names on that card, and I'd be more than honored to try to put more uh, more of a show on too. So. You know, hopefully I can get on that or, or whenever they read it. All right, so people on Twitter, hashtag put Daniel on the L.A. card, at Scott Coker, at uh, Rich Chow, right? Well, yeah, we got we to gotta make this happen. We got to make that happen, exactly. Um, now, uh, what do you think about the poss- uh, about Fedor coming in to fight Matt Mitrione? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, shit, you know, I'd love to see that there. You know, I haven't, even, I haven't even checked any news. I didn't even know that was going on. But, hey, that's another, I don't know, man. That's kind of, that's, that's one of those fights. I, I don't know where it's going to head to. But, you know, I'd love to see it. Both of them, you know, products of the sport, very good fighters. I didn't, uh, Fedor was coming over to fight, but that, you know, that's a good little name to have on the roster. And, you know, Matt Metrone has been throwing down for a while. He's had some heavy hands, so you know, everything in that and that sounds like a good fight. Who do you think wins, uh, Chael or uh, Tito? Oh, oh shit! <laughs> Who wins, but Chael or Tito? I'm gonna go with Chael. Yeah, I think Chael too, but uh, but too. but I don't know, man. Tito's more has been more active. Uh, yeah, see, that's the thing. I think I think Tito wins. I think Tito wins if he can keep it, you know what I mean, on the feet and, you know, keep it at distance or whatever. But, you know, just son him. He, he's a classic wrestler. If he can get in your face, get you down, that's what he's going to do and beat you up. So it's just, it's just one of those fights. By the way, I was I was reading about you this morning, actually. I, 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 was, I was freshing up on my Daniel Strauss history. So... Okay, you you were kicked out of your house in middle school. Where were you living? Mm-hmm. Where were you living at age twelve? Uh, I don't know. Here and there. Sometimes I'll go back. You know, my parents, my mom, and then uh, at the times when I got into high school, I was staying in a park. I was living in uh, you know those little tubes that slide down there. I was living in one of those for a little bit. Damn. At a friend's house, jumping houses, just here and there. Then, then in high school, right? Then you, 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 you play second in the state tournament uh, in high school. Your senior year, you were academically ineligible for the second half mm-hmm. of the season, so you don't wrestle at all first, senior. First. But first half. But then they put you in the national tournament, and you win the nationals. So you don't win the states. You don't even compete, but you win the nationals. That's insane. It was, it was a mindset, man. At the time, I was kind of frustrated. I was kind of sorry at myself for not making it to state and getting kicked out of school. One of my, uh, just growing up, one of my biggest dreams was just to win state and win it. 
all I ever cared about. Didn't care about anything else. So when uh, my senior year, when they kicked me out, uh, just for me, it was the end of the road. And I had a, a someone had called me up. I got a wild card for the Nationals. And went up there and did my thing. And it was a, it was a pleasure to be up there. And it's, it's always been an eye-opening experience for me because I never realized that, you know, how much in my influence in it. You know, just the things I did come over, you know, overcome just to get there. But it, it was amazing. But, yeah, it's, a, it's just one of those things. Man. Wrestling was my was my pride and joy. Not being able to win the state, but taking the national title always, you know, kind of rubbed me in the wrong way. But that's still pretty damn cool, man. The fact that you won the nationals in high school, I don't know, man. I, all the props in the world. That was the one thing for me. Thank you. I, I kept winning the Class A's. And my whole thing was my coach is like, if you don't win nationals, all this is meaningless. All this is meaningless, <laughs> yeah. right? Wow. And then my and then my senior year, and I never complained to nationals. My senior year, I was undefeated, going into the nationals. I won everything, and then I got impetigo the week of the national tournament. And uh, couldn't couldn't uh, wrestle in practice. Couldn't suck weight. Couldn't sweat. Was waking up itchy, and then I lost to the kid who took third. Five to three or something or six to three, and then he he lost to the kid who took first, so he he got bumped out, and I I never placed, and that still fucking bothers me, man. Like to, to right? this, to, to this day, I'm fucking thirty eight yeah, years old, man. and I'm thirty years old. My high school record must have been like a hundred and hundred and sixteen and like eight or something, but not winning the nationals to this day still bothers me. Because cause there were kids that went to my high school that placed in nationals, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm like, I used to fuck them up. And they, the fact that I didn't play still bothers me. It's the fact that you won it, the public school nationals, all the props in the world, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I think was one of my things for me growing up. Like I said, like I always wanted to win states and an NCAA national title. And then realizing once, like, I came home and I seen guys wrestling, was guys that were winning NCAA titles at, and placing in the NCAAs that I had beat just years ago. You know what I mean? So it was really frustrating. And that's why I think fighting has always, like, since I started fighting, I progressed so much because I wasn't going to take this opportunity to slip away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll give you uh, all the credit in the world. Now, let's talk about the fights this week, man. Big big night for Bellator Friday night uh, in Connecticut. Uh, Phil Davis yes. versus Liam McGeary. I'm picking Phil Davis. Uh, I think he's just too experienced, too much, too tall, too strong, too good of a wrestler. Liam's 11-0, though. I mean, and you don't know how good a guy is if he's never lost. Uh, yeah, I, I like I like I feel for that. I, I gotta pick uh, Liam for that one, man. His long arms. He's uh, I feel like uh, he, he's just gonna be a submission artist. You think Liam's gonna submit Phil? Uh, I think so. All right, how about this? So I'm picking Phil. You're picking Liam. So if when I see you, if I win, you gotta do 20 push-ups on the spot. If you win, I'll do 20 cool. push-ups. Back. Double it up. All Get right, 40, 40 push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> now it's hard for you. <laughs> Fuck, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, you I gotta, do 40 push-ups in his sleep. I got to train for this. Yeah. <laughs> How much are you going to cut for this? <laughs> All right, 40 push-ups if, uh, if Phil Davis wins. All right, another fight uh, this week uh, is um, on this Bellator card. Saad Awad. Versus Brennan Ward. Hey, your best friend. Yeah. Uh, who do you like in this fight? 
that's a tough one. Uh, I think uh, mm, I think I go with Brandon on that one. Brandon Ward. I mean, Brandon Ward's strong. He's tough, but he 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 got knocked out by uh, Tamden McRory, right? Didn't Tamden knock him out? Uh, that's right. I think he Brandon did. got submitted too, and, and he got submitted by Cyborg. And he got submitted by Cyborg. Sada Wad is a tough, uh, tough guy. Right. Lost his last fight though. We were there. Hey, well then we ain't doing no push-ups on this one. So he's picking Brandon Ward. Uh, CB, who are you picking for this fight? I got Saad Awad. I like Brandon Ward on that one. All right, I got Saad. Uh, uh, who, do, who do you like? I'll go with you guys on that one. Saad? Salad away. Salad away. Okay. All right, next fight. Derek Anderson coming off a win over Saad Awad against Paul Daly. Oh, that's this weekend? Yes. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I gotta, everybody knows you got to go with Simtex on that. We we all looking for that, that huge knockout that he, uh, he's always preaching about. But Derek Anderson's 14-2. and two. Doesn't I mean he's a tough guy. He's got nothing to lose. Nobody knows who he is. He's got like a hundred followers on Twitter. And he's going up fifteen pounds. He's going up fifteen pounds. Yeah. All right. Fuck oh, this. I got Paul. <laughs> Paul yeah, Daly. No oh, he's going 15 up fifteen pounds? pounds. Yeah, he's going up fifteen pounds. He's going up to one seventy. Oh, yeah. Normally fights one fifty five. Oh. All right. I got Derek Anderson in the upset. Really? Yeah. You I got just feel over I Paul feel, Daly. I feel like he can take him down and submit him. If he stands on the feet with Paul, yeah, that's how it's gonna go. It's gonna get knocked. He's gonna get knocked out possibly, but. I feel like he can wrestle him down and submit him. Is it going to be hard to wrestle him down with that 15-pound difference? I mean, he's a bigger guy. Well, it's, it's, you I mean, know, I know it's less to cut, to though. On, yeah, it's less to cut, though. I mean. All right, but, but you're picking Paul Daly, right? Picking, I'm picking Daly. Ed Ruth is, oh, uh, this can't be the same Ed Ruth. Yeah, Ed Ruth, three-time now champion. He's on the card, too. It is? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going down. They don't communicate much in Bellator. Oh, <laughs> yeah, actually, Bellator has five. Uh, we were talking about this before. They have five guys that they just signed. Joey Davis, who's a four-time Division II national champion. Terrell Fortune is fighting this week. 2013 Division II Wrestler of the Year. Aaron Pico, Ed Ruth, three-time uh, NCAA champion. And Jared Trice, three-time All-American. So they're right, going. Right. Yep. I know they got a list of standout wrestlers, and I've been waiting to see uh, Aaron. I know Aaron Peckle was signed a while ago, and he was still doing some wrestling. I've been kind of looking forward to seeing him fight. Wait, you thought it was a different Ed Ruth? What? You thought it was a different Ed Ruth they signed? No, no, yeah. When I seen Ed Ruth, I thought it was a different Ed Ruth, but I was hoping it was, you know. No, that's that's Ed Ed Ruth. All right, also on the card, uh, Sergei... Uh, Karatanov from Sergey? Russia against Javi Ayala. You know these guys? I know Karatanov. I have no idea. All right. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, Marlies Conan is fighting Talita Noguera from Brazil. Do you yeah. know who that is? Yeah, it's a tough fight. Who's going to win this fight? I know Conan. Conan, uh, she had that tough loss, though, that last fight. Yeah. Who was it that she fought that last fight? That was a good one. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Conan on that one. you go with Conan. Now, I heard, so according to the underground, uh, Joanna <laughs> Janjancek, uh came to your gym, and the girls were throwing shade at her. Tisha Torres, Val, now they're friends, but at first they were like, we don't want to train with this girl. Why is she here? Is that true? 
I don't know, man. It, it could be, it couldn't be. I don't know. I don't, I don't really stay in their business. You know what I mean? Come on, you know exactly what happened. What happened? I can't, I kind of stay to myself and let them do their. But uh, I can't tell you this though. It's nice having her down here, and I was watching her train today. And she, I mean, watching her train just gives you motivation. I mean, that girl is a beast. She can yeah. throw down. So, I mean, is it a different level? Uh, I just think she, her, I think mentally she's on a different level. You know what I mean? I think mentally she's just on a different level than a lot of the other girls in the UFC. Uh, she just knows that she's a, she's a killer. You know what I mean? That's the difference from a lot of... Uh, of these fighters, you know, they're training to get somewhere and to believe in themselves where she's been set for. She believed in herself a long time ago. Now she's just getting it together and, you know, just running through things, running through females. So, like I said, man, it's nice to see her in the gym and see her work. And with me getting back to the gym and getting back, it's nice seeing her because it gives me motivation myself. Cool, man. Now, another girl in your, uh, another girl in your gym, Amanda Nunez, is fighting Ronda Rousey. In December, I'm going to be up there. By the way, I will be doing comedy that whole week. Uh, oh yeah. Now, how, how's this fight looking, man? I mean, how's the Nunez looking? How's she training for her? Is she bringing in judo specialists? Talk to us. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you her secret, but she looked good. Man. She she's always looked good, man. This has been one of my favorite favorites in the gym. She's a she's a sweet girl, really nice, and another girl like uh, that's mentally on top of it too. Like I said, she's one that knows that she's a killer. Uh, I know the Ronda fight's really going to be a tough fight. I think everyone sees it, period. I mean, Ronda's a tough girl, but I think a lot of people uh, has overlooked Amanda for a long time. You know, I think uh, if she can get, it, get in there and get her stamina up and fourth or fifth rounds, like, I don't really see too many females stopping the men. By the way, I'm doing comedy next week in New York City, uh, November 10th in New York City. My opening act is your coach, Dean Thomas. Uh, Dean Thomas uh, yeah. is opening. Are you going to be at the show? I wish. I ain't got no money like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bellator money. Bellator needs to promote you, man. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I was thinking about you, man. Like, I, I, I've been watching this show. I'm, I'm hooked on this show. On uh, I, I can't get enough of... Uh, Black China uh, Cage. Robert. No, uh, Nick Cage. Nick Ca- uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage is Nick the great. <laughs> yeah. Luke oh, Cage is my yeah, favorite superhero. You, you watch Luke Cage? I haven't yet. I haven't turned it on. I only seen uh, somebody sent me a clip where uh, he was fighting Jay Heron. Yeah, dude, and, put and on Luke. Like- Honestly, do yourself a favor. I, I like know you. You're kind of a nerd. Put on Luke Cage. <laughs> you are going to love it. It is the it's the best show I've seen in years since China, Black China. No, it, it's really good. I mean, I love like Sons of Anarchy. I love those type of shows. You know, like the yeah. violence and like man shows. man shows. And Luke Cage, you can watch it with your girl. That's a good point. It's one of those shows they yeah. put just enough where your girl will be interested. You know how sometimes like like my girl would not watch Sons of Anarchy, right, right. but 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 just enough. And Luke Cage, you know, he goes to jail and he comes out and he's got these superhero strength. And it reminds me a lot of you because you were incarcerated and you came out and you were a straight killer. I'm telling you, like, you are the real life Luke Cage. Shit, they need to pay me like real life Luke Cage, man. I'm trying to get some All right? Get you those Netflix checks. I'm telling I'm you. Trying to get some Luke Cage money. No, nah, it's like, no, nah, it is. It, it, someone told me about it. It's funny to see it, man. And it's like, it's so, it is so close and so resemblance that it's, it's I don't know. I, I do got to check it out. 
I've never been a, a big uh, comic book. I didn't grow up being a comic book person, but, uh, you know. Yeah, me neither. No, I haven't either. But I'm telling you, but this show is different. It, it, it's really, really good because they update it, and it's yeah. like, it's really good. I, I, I really think you would like it. Uh, and and your, your uh, girl will like it too, so, which is cool. Like comic book. She said, hell no. Yeah, yeah, she'll definitely like it, man. She'll like it. How's, how's Hector doing, by the way? Hector's good, man. I actually haven't seen him around. Like, our schedules are different. You know, I, uh, in the morning, I'm bouncing around, doing different things. I'm training here, training there. I mostly train at ATT, but I do, like, my strength and conditioning elsewhere and stuff like that. So I really don't uh, run into everybody all the time, unless, like, but uh, for the most part, everybody there is good, though. Uh, Woodley Wonderboy, who wins? Woodley, I say Woodley. I say Woodley wins. Woodley wins on the strength of uh, I think if he just moves forward, uh, he'll he'll shut all the one boys, you know, striking down. And finally, uh, Connor Eddie Alvarez, who wins that fight? I'm gonna say Eddie. Eddie. Well, uh, by the way, Conor McGregor just showed up to this uh, interview. Uh, you have something to say? I am totally insulted that he would even say yeah. the name Eddie, knowing that I'm going to knock him out. Daniel? What? I suck at this. Let me tell you something. You're going to have plenty of time with your sweet Eddie because I'm going to knock him straight out of the UFC right down to Bellator. He told you to suck a dick. You hear that? It's okay. I get told that 82 times a day on the Twitter. (laughs) Now, do you think you could be Daniel Strauss? I could be Daniel Strauss by just looking at him. Daniel? (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that one before. He's heard that. I mean, Daniel Strauss has been around, man. I mean, he's a Bellator champion. Uh, he's he's beaten Pitbull. I'm not afraid of him. I got a <laughs> I got a pot of gold. I'm gonna throw it right on his head. Wow. All right. So some some fighting words. <laughs> got me scared. Got me real scared. <laughs> well, listen, Daniel Strauss, man, you're an inspiring guy. You're a tough guy. You're the champion. You're the best guy in Bellator right now at 145. The fucking champion. Champion. Uh, we got to get you a fight. Uh, hopefully, you'll fight in L.A. Because uh, I that's where I live, and we'll all come. And show. <laughs> it would be easiest for us. Yeah, yeah. We, we will all come and watch you and support Most you. Convenient. Adam will be late, sure. though. Yes. <laughs> yes, we'll probably watch sure. it on his phone while sitting in traffic. Yes, but uh, I will 100% come and support you. And uh, hopefully you'll be on the uh, on the Los Angeles card. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's hope so. Hey, I appreciate you guys for having me on, man. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, man. Thanks so much. Yep. All right, that was Daniel Strauss. Uh, so that was the, man. What a what a good dude. Tough fucking guy too, man. Yeah, I like the way you're like. You sound so funny because you're like, me too. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Are you on a first date right now? Yeah. And you're like, we have so much in common. <laughs> me too. I also thought no, that. 
I also wrestled so hard and then didn't get my chance. Fuck you. I Me care. too. It's called bonding. Listen. We should, uh, we should make s'mores and share wrestling moves. I, I, would, I would love that. I'd love to watch that. I'd love that. I'd love to be pinned by him and just the way it feels no, body man. pressing up against mine. If you actually played a sport. Yes, I played sports. You played football for one week, yes. quit, and joined the theater team. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so fuck you. With you but that doesn't mean I didn't play sports. I mean, I feel like I played a lot more sports outside of school, you know, than you did, Bullshit. you know? I played a ton. I mean, we always played football. I always played basketball. I always, you know, I mean, I've always played sports. Just not. I was always too small to play in in Doesn't school. Doesn't matter. But the, my point is, is that uh, you know, they don't have weight no, divisions. What the, you know, whole, for, what the whole Wonder Boy like, thing is that most people are picking Wonder Boy to beat Woodley. Uh, most people. Are, so when I actually find someone who's picking Woodley, I'm like, holy shit, he's actually picking Woodley too. Most I'm, people are picking Wonder Boy. Yeah. So the people I'm picking Woodley uh, are all black. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Okay. I'm, I'm torn now on that one. Why? Between Woodley and Wonderboy. Why? It's just you know, Woodley Woodley proved uh, proved himself even more so with the Robbie fight, and Woodley's not stupid. Woodley's not like I'm gonna go in there and try to stand with him or I'm gonna go try to do this or whatever. He's crafty. Mm-hmm. He's intelligent. He, he's he's a very good fighter, and you know. And he's got dreamy eyes. <laughs> I, I, no, yes. I, I understand oh. what you're saying. He he has a he has a pretty uh, uh, he he does have a pretty good fight IQ. He, <laughs> okay, I thought you were about to say a pretty mouth. No, he is he is. <laughs> he does have a pretty mouth. He's got a, he's got a beautiful, yeah, mouth. beautiful mouth. He's a smart fighter, and he's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, that's and, that's uh, the uh, hardest one for me to pick. And on when you got a chip on your shoulder, well, and the more people pick Wonder Boy, the more he's going to want to come in there and fight. <laughs> You know, with heart. Yeah. Well, even at the presser, he's like, "I'll give you a chance to boo me, but when I'm when you're done, I'm gonna talk now, and as, you can disrespect me all you want, but you at least have to call me champ." And it's there just like, go. dude, it's like super straightforward. All they're no, doing is like, giving him, yeah. All they're doing is is giving him motivation. He's playing the heel role, and yeah. he does it very well. So yeah, uh, but I'm looking forward to that fight uh, this the week. Cards this weekend are fucking amazing. Uh, all right, this week we'll talk about the fights this week. So dos años. Tony mm. Ferguson. Jesus Christ. This fight, I don't know. I mean, Dos Anjos has now left King's MMA and is opening up his own gym. He wants to open up his own uh, gym. I don't know. And that's a bad sign a week before the fight. That's what your your head's at? No kidding. That's a lot to deal with when you're supposed to be fighting that fucking week. Like, you need to yeah. know distractions. People have talked about this. How distractions is the, the killer, the game killer for you. And also, how will he bounce back from a loss? A lot of times, especially Brazilian fighters, like they, I wouldn't say they're bullies, but when they're winning, they're winning. And yeah. then all of a sudden, they, they lose, and their confidence goes out the, the window. It doesn't always happen. It didn't happen with Aldo. He came back and beat Edgar. But if you look at what happened with uh, Barral, I mean, after he lost, yeah. he was never the same fighter. Uh, if you also look at something, I mean, Vitor Belfort, after he loses, well, you know, Let's add TRT to that mix. But it just seems like, I don't know, is did he lose his mojo? Because fighting is obviously physical, but it's so mental. And talk to any fighter, and it's, you know, the, a lot of times the hardest fight is to fight within yourself. And anything. Same with comedy, but especially fighting. Um, and Tony Ferguson. I've never liked that statement about fighting. What? The fight within is the fight within yourself. Yeah, but it's true, though. I mean. I think it's with the guy in front of you. It is. But, but like, okay. 
Well, like, well, mental, well, mental's well, a big... Well, I understand mental's okay. a big part of okay, it, there was but a, I mean, okay, you okay. got to fight the guy in front of, of you. Of course, but look, look, there was a time, there was a kid that beat me in high school. In, in high, in high, shut up. Prime example. Kid that beat me in high school, right? And then... I want you to post the picture of you wrestling in high school. I will. In eighth grade, right? He beat me in the finals. My freshman year, I beat him 12 to 3, right? Upset. Uh, how do I, I know? You're like funny. I know. Then, me too. The next week, the next <laughs> week, too. the next week, he beat me 12 to 3, right? Oh, wow. So, now, it's fucking mental. No, you know what? Physically, I, 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 will... I was the same wrestler that beat him 12 to 3. He you were an eighth grader. Ninth your grade. entire okay. life was a mental case. Okay. You, you got zits. Your, your fucking hormones are all over. Like pubes are shooting out of your body. And you're comparing that to a fucking UFC fight? You're 50 and going through the same thing right now. <laughs> okay, I so wish. here's here's you, the thing. I wish. Dude, uh, uh, two months ago, <laughs> shut up, CB. Right, I was going to agree with care. you. Hold on, he's loading up. Let him load up. He's got to get this out. Two months ago, my yes. my friend Tarun brought his beautiful Asian girlfriend to the dime bar. You asked, "Hey, want to go in the bathroom and do cocaine?" You asked her that. No, I don't think that's right. That's what she said. Was it on stage? No. Then I don't think it happened. <laughs> you admitted it happened. You said, "Yeah, that probably happened uh, two weeks ago." Well, saying probably doesn't mean that it did. You're telling me that that's not fucking insane? No, I'm saying that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> but the fact that I don't remember it doesn't mean that I did. All right. Well, here's probably what happened. Okay. Okay. When you have a good set on comedy, right? Okay. This is different. When you have a good set comedy, the hardest thing for me as a comic is the come down. Okay. Yes. Uh, after, like, you, you, you go on and you're, let's say I'm in fucking Des Moines, Iowa or someplace and I have the set of my life. Standing ovation, everyone's laughing. Afterwards, they want pictures. They come up to you, oh, you're so funny. Oh, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? You feel like you, you, you're on top of the world. A half hour later, you're in the Motel 6 or, or, or yeah, yeah, Super yeah. 8. You're fucking alone. With some fucking Jimmy Johns. You're alone. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're alone. Yeah. You can't sleep because of the momentum that you had. You put on TV and you see all these shitty fucking comics that you know you're better than on fucking... Fox Red Eye or Best Week Ever or whatever the fuck it is. I've done all those shows. Commercials in between that. And you're just like, fuck. And you're looking at your bank account and you're like, ugh. And it's just, so as a comic, you're like, how do I stay up? How do I not deal with this reality that's cocaine. setting in right now? So there's cocaine. <laughs> yep. There's alcohol. How do I stay up? There's cocaine. marijuana. And there's pussy. Yeah. And but all listen, the good news things. is that all four of those things work. <laughs> yes. That's but, the good news. But they're all unhealthy. For me, at least. Okay, number one, pussy, I'm, I'm engaged. There's no more pussy unless the, the pussy is my my. my and that's how pussy. you wind up doing fantasy football. <laughs> uh, cocaine, I'm not a big cocaine fan. I haven't done it in 20 years, and I didn't enjoy it when I did it. Okay? You're too spazzed out already. Uh, marijuana, a lot of times you can't bring weed uh, when you travel. That's true. And you're like, do I want to go ask the wait staff for weed or uh, feel like a fucking drug fiend? I one time asked a bartender at a comedy club if they could find me coke. Never got booked again. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like they told the manager. I really did. And alcohol, I don't like the feeling my body gets when I'm fucking drunk and, and hungover and the whole next day is fucked. Yeah. So you have to find other ways to deal. Uh, your way of... So this brings me back to you. Oh, okay. Okay. You, have, you kill at the dime bar. <laughs> yes. You, you feel like a million bucks. Uh-huh. You go to the bathroom. You don't want to get low by looking at your fucking I, no, see, fat I belly and small dick. Any... And you're like... 
you see an Asian girl and you're like, hey, want to do some coke? I was going to say, I don't remember. I never did any coke at the dime bar. Oh, so I, I, I can't say that this is, this actually happened. Do you want to call the girl right now and ask her? Sure. I don't know her number. Well, it's my friend's girlfriend. I mean, I, it's, I, it would be interesting to find out if this did. I, again, like I said, it sounds like something I did. But you do a whole bit on stage how you did cocaine off a girl's ass. Yes, it's a, in, not a bit. It's a true story. <laughs> yeah, the last time you did it, you you did left out the ending where you say the boyfriend was knocking on the door. That's like my favorite part of the whole story. I don't normally include that part. That's a little aside that I only do every now and again because it actually <laughs> throws off the rhythm of the joke to include that part. Mm. See, I like that part. But in terms of the mental game, Bubba said it on the show. Jake Ellenberger has talked about it on the show. In terms of the mental game, you got to be mentally strong. You got to wake up every day for eight no, to ten I, weeks. No, I know. No, no, I know. no. I'm saying, but like, I, I agree listen, with you I that totally it's the guy across. That, but when you get in the ring, you got to fight the guy in front. No, no, no. But that's like the last step. The first eight to ten weeks, twelve weeks, you got to wake up. I, I got to go to the gym. I got to work as hard as I can. Understood. Understood. Yeah. But to that's, me, that's you know that that's that's just being dedicated. That's commitment. You know, that's all the things you have to have to achieve anything. You know what I mean? When we talk about the, you know, saying that most of the fight is the fight within, it's like, well, once you get in the ring, I feel like it's the fight in front of you. That's the fact, like... But then again, I'm not a fighter, you know? But but to me, it's it, to make it analogous to stand-up comedy again, you know, yeah, we you can be real in your head when you're off stage, but we all know that everything changes the second you climb in the, on the stage. And there, But there are ways to get yourself back in it. Like you know, sometimes, everything changes. Sometimes, the energy sometimes changes, I'm on stage. Change, everything changes. But, but look, like being... And that's a, what's going to happen for a fighter. Regardless of what you're thinking <laughs> before you get in the ring, your mindset's going to change. Yes, but there's ways to get yourself back into a fight, and there are ways to get yourself back into a comedy set. Uh, sometimes you're on stage and... The jokes aren't going well, so you got to. So, you're so, on stage. So, the jokes yeah, so then it starts going to crowd work. Sometimes the crowd work's not going well, so you start doing something else. Sometimes you're you're in your head. You have to just start looking people in the eye to go, okay, get myself back into the set. Sometimes you're not yeah. in the moment. I mean, sometimes you know you're you, you, you got to fight with your girlfriend or your dad or your family member right beforehand. You don't feel like being funny. Or CB uh, Gold went on at the time bar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or you know, I mean, like like I was kind of annoyed at the haha last week because the host uh, did 15 <laughs> minutes before I go on. There was four comics. I'm the headlining, and he says to me, "Hey man, you mind if I do a joke?" So oh I, my god, uh, can I guess? It was wasn't it supposed to be three host? minutes? Yeah. What? Oh, wasn't it supposed to be three minutes? Oh, I, no, it was Latin. But oh, that is, there you the go. Nice guy. But I, I said, sure, do a joke. Was it Robert Zapata? No, but then he, he did. He <laughs> That's actually show, Bob Shue. It's Bob Shue, yeah. He did another, he did, how long was the bit? He did probably 15 minutes. 15 minutes, right? To the point where and I he had already like, And he had already opened, like started the show with a good 20. So, and I'm like kind of annoyed. because it's, 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 You gotta it's, tell me who this is now. It's like midnight. Well, because no, because he, he, he like booked me somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> but but I, did, I did look at Terry. I go, Terry, how long is he doing? And, and, then, and then after the show... He came up to me and he's like, "Hey man, sorry that Can I, I show him? what? Yeah, yeah show him. He, he's like, "Hey man, uh, sorry, I said. Oh I was, yeah, he's he said, the worst. He said, sorry, I was doing one. Sorry, I told you I was going to do a minute, and then I did three. So he, even his apology was was, a was still lie. a dick move. I go well because he's one of those guys that he thinks he should be headlining. Yeah, so he's going to try and upstage you." Right before you, he did his closing bit. Right, I mean, did he do his, his, his stripper bit? The where he sound, the whole thing. Yeah. So I go, I go, bro. It was like I said, you said you doing one joke. He was like, well, it was a long joke. <laughs> I go, bro, it was fifteen minutes. Which, but now I'm gonna, no, I'm I'm on stage now, and I, I'm gonna fucking I have an attitude. It's like, yeah. I could tell I'm, a, and I have to go. No, it's not the crowd's fault. They didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, like they're here to have a good time. 
I'm, I can't use my fucking annoyance at the host and blame it on the crowd because that's not what you do, you know? So there are things sometimes to, to get out of your head. Anyway, Ferguson versus Dos Anjos. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I, you know what? Last, I'm picking Tony Ferguson. This, even though he looked, didn't look that great in his last fight, he got caught by that. That guy was a weird Lando fighter. Venata. That dude was a strange fighter. He's got hard a new to, fighter already. Hard sure. to prepare for on a week notice. And Tony still won. Uh, and I think Tony, the only thing about Tony sometimes, he does have this bravado thing to him, which is, is probably his best asset. But at times, he's one of these dudes, it's like, okay, I'm going to beat you at your own game. I'm not just going to finish the fight with a fucking Dars, get out of there, go home. And, and he's like, I'm going to outstrike a striker. I'm going to outgrapple a grappler. It's a very dangerous game to play with a guy like Dos Anjos because you might not win that fight. Yeah. Uh, you might not win that game. And, but I think still Tony, he's Mexican. He's going to be in front of a Mexican crowd. He seems loose. I saw a video of him, Joe Rogan posted, of him breakdancing while training yesterday. I, I just think Ferguson's, you know, 10th Planet is a great fit for him. The sky's the limit on potential. And I think Dos Anjos may have lost his mojo. I think it's a very dangerous fight to fight after coming off a loss to Eddie Alvarez. I'm picking Tony Ferguson. Greg? Even though I know as a Mexican-American that I should vote for the Tony Ferguson, I cannot have my love for Dos Anjos. I think Dos Anjos hit the now, beast. Who just showed up just now? <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez? He's a little, a little Mexican. No, because you were saying how he's Mexican and he's Dustin Ferguson and I'm Mexican. My last name is Wilson. Thought I'd Mexican it up for a second. Gotcha. Uh, but I like Dos Anjos better. And CB? I mean, like you said, RDA's got a lot of adversity to come back against, got destroyed by Eddie Alvarez, just completely almost embarrassed to a point, and you got a lot to prove, and to take a comeback fight that could be a potential number one contender fight against a guy like Tony Ferguson, you know, it, it it's tough for him. Tony said, you know, my, my eye's not on the belt, it's on a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt from Eddie Bravo, and I, I got Ferguson. That, that's who I'm going with. They both trained at Elevation, by the way. Tony was in Big Bear. RDA okay. was in Mammoth. But okay. they're both ready for Elevation. So, so you're picking Ferguson. But I'm picking Tony now, Ferguson. Uh, all right. Now, Diego Sanchez on this card. Now, first of all, I'm looking at the UFC website. Look, this website, they, they probably have the best people working in this website. They have, they have some top-notch people. And for some reason, every week, every time there's a fight, they don't put someone's picture in. It's a black silhouette. Yeah, and Marcin and, isn't like... New, yeah, no, yeah, this is his debut in the UFC. Oh, and you, have, but, but not in general. I don't but they also a picture of the person. Yeah, but they also like when they sign him. What they, I think they should do, but they don't. They don't usually do like portrait shots or photo shoots or anything till fight week. So because he's first over, he signed his contract. Just like all the other newcomers that don't have pictures, they don't do shoots yet. So they don't. They don't want to put like a you know a pre used image or whatever. They want to get him what he pay looks like right now. Pay to get the image. Pay the no. Pay I know. The $5 I get it. it would take to I get him. it. But if they you just... want, I will paint a little picture. <laughs> I will paint a little. <laughs> it's, so, an, it's an interesting fight. Talking about Marcin Held. Marcin Held is a. Um, he was in Bellator tournaments. He's a. He was a number one contender. Fought Will Brooks for the title. When uh, he was actually the one that messed up Will Brooks's knee because he dives for those heel hooks all oh, the time. Right. And um, he's a tough fighter. He's a very tough fighter. Good ground guy, decent stand-up. But I think Diego's going to be too much for him. Um, I, I was with Diego at a signing a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and I asked him about this fight. I said, what do, you, what do you think about it? You know, they're giving him his debut fight against you. It's tough. 
And he said, you know, I'm just going to be too much for him everywhere. And I've been training against the leg locks, and he's ready to go. I mean, you saw the video that he yeah, yeah. shout now, out to you. How so. is, now, what did you do at the uh, signing? Well, mostly when I was there. First, when I asked him, you know, what he thought about the match, he didn't understand me because I was muffled by the sound of his pubes. Right. So it was more like, <laughs> it was more like, so you were in his crotch. I was in his. I was in his underwear. Which, by the way, he wears some nice snug briefs. Okay. Which is great. It keeps me in there a lot closer. Okay. Uh, so I and then luckily, you know, he doesn't trim down there. Luckily, he brushed the pubes away. He was able to hear my question. Right. And then I was able. That's where I was able to get the answer. Nice. Now, did you guys hang out afterwards? Of course. Well, I mean, we did. He didn't know it, but yes. Okay. So you were like you were following him around. I was there. Yes. <laughs> Okay. That's right. I All was right. in assorted plants. I, I carry my own ficus. <laughs> so, <laughs> you carry your own I, I carry my own ficus and I hide behind the ficus. Wow, that's amazing. CB, you are so talented, man. I, I honestly think that you should work for the government and, and try to find people. I mean, it just seems like you're wasting your talent. I was actually the one that found Edward Snowden. Really? That's right. In Russia? That's right. I was I was in his room, <laughs> hiding behind a ficus. Did you graph him? I graphed him. Uh, I also labeled him, and <laughs> I also drew a small portrait. Wow. Rockhold Jockeray just got canceled. Really? Why? Looks like Rockhold's injured, had ah. to withdraw, and they don't know if they're going to give Jockeray another fight. I, I say they should loves this Jockeray guy. I Everybody thought I think to watch they should give Jockeray Bisping at 206. Oh, yikes. Jockeray Bisping at 206 would be amazing. He That'd hurt his genius. pelvis by banging Demi Lovato. Uh, Rockhold man. Her, That's because there's not a lot of padding on that one. I heard they were dating. Uh, they are. Ro- are they dating? Yeah, they're together. Dude. She's training for possibly an MMA debut too. Really? Yeah, she's been training. That's right. She, I, I saw li- her hitting I was, mitts. I was living in her toilet for uh, six days. <laughs> And, uh, uh, and I'd rather the toilet than the fucking crotch. Yeah, I heard her now, talking uh, about did, it. Did she poop? Uh, several times. It was fairly liquidy, I have to say. I think she's on a liquid diet. Oh, wow. Yeah, it splattered everywhere. I didn't mind. I just, you know, I would just take a swim in the bowl and then come right back up. I was, I was fine. Are you a good swimmer? No, I'm terrible. Oh. But luckily, there were a couple of logs to float off. <laughs> you were floating on Tammy Lovato's poop? That's right. Wow, that's, I'm happy that you made it. That's right. And I used a tampon string to pull myself back up. <laughs> 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 and into graph position. That's that's good. That's good. That sucks about. Uh, meanwhile, Bisbing said he wanted to fight GSP. Uh, GSP wanted to fight him. He said okay, no problem. Then GSP didn't sign the contract. Then they, then they asked him to fight Nick, uh, Nick Diaz. He said he would gladly fight Nick Diaz. I really hope this is not the direction that the UFC is going. And I and I and I fear that. What it do is. you mean? What do you mean by that? Money, well, money making fights instead of ranking fights, fights. Uh, and Tim Kennedy said go going that direction what are you talking about it, it, but there's still like this not, whole show is predicated on the fact that they go that direction every time Tim Kennedy said he might retire after this fight after he says he beats after uh, this fight after, I am going to retire that's not, my name is not Tim Kennedy that's that's Ted Kennedy <laughs> uh, right, now, now Tim Kennedy said he wants to fight Rashad I'll fight now, anyone anywhere Tim is fighting Rashad Evans uh, UFC 205 after he beats Rashad he said he said he's sick of it he goes I beat Bisbing I'm 6-1 and one in my last 7 fights and now they're yeah, but giving, his last fight was like 4 years ago and now ago. they're talking about giving Nick Diaz a title shot or GSP and I understand why he would be frustrated we can't do this we can't do this 
I understand we we have to have rankings. Otherwise, guys like Tim Kennedy and guys who are not big money fights are going to keep getting screwed, and that's not the way. I'm telling at the same time the rankings are decided by the media. I agree with you, but I think they should restructure how they make how, these rankings. How should they be ranked? Honestly, I think it should be ranked by who you beat and where things go. Not like that's what the media does, though. Not really. Not not entirely. You need to start CB Gold's <laughs> Golden Rankings. <laughs> I thought we were Listen, doing an international gold, ranking council. Yes, you're supposed to do the international ranking council. You'd be great at that, by the way. You yes, have, you, you have nothing to do. You should call the universe. <laughs> you, you should call them the universal. I don't do MMA, shit. You should call them the universal MMA power rankings. Honestly, I think next time I'm in Diego with Bell, all the different people from no, you different. Have, all right, no, all right, all right, all right. Ranking. Next time I'm in Diego Sanchez's underwear, I'll put together a list <laughs> and we'll figure it out. I really know. I think that you should have number one. You should have the, the hardest UFC rankings, the Bellator rankings. Ranking. Then, like he said, mix and match the pound for pound rankings, uh, depending on it uh, doesn't matter what league you're in. So not, you could, not pound, pound for pound is stupid. Pound, pound, but like not pound for pound for pound is stupid. Weight division, weight yeah. class by weight yeah, class by yeah. weight class. Yeah, mixed universal right. power rankings. That's that, that's that's what should happen. That's what I meant. CB, get on it, bro. You have nothing to do. True. <laughs> Your life is empty. <laughs> Your fa- grandfather came to this country. I was just about to say, I'm surprised you didn't jump on. No, but the other night when I put the picture of my costume as Connor and somebody tweeted it to you and was like, my grandfather came to this country, no, dot, 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 finish this. And I'm like, how long, how long until I see a reply on this one? I, I know. They're like, Greg, you finish it. I'm like, why do I got to finish yeah, it? Really? You know what the joke well, pe- is? People, do out, people tell me all the time, they'll, they'll tweet me a joke and go, they'll go, this happened, make a joke. I'm like, first of all, I'm, I'm not working for you. Yeah, we're not... Like comedy jukeboxes, yeah. like put in a quarter, give me a joke. That's yeah. not how it works. And second of all, uh, look, I understand, by the way, guys. That- Although when the one guy did retweet the Coke joke, he goes, I knew I should have tweeted this to Greg. <laughs> Instead of Adam, I was like, true, that's a good joke. Uh, by the way, uh, the, so there's a fighter named Adam Hunter from Canada who got busted that's for hilarious. five different kinds of steroids. Yeah. Yep. And I, I got like, okay, it was funny the first like... 75 people that tweeted 75? me. Then it was like 5,000. You got which, so much. I, which I understand. Thank you, guys. Thank you for... I, I The joke wasn't missed on me, uh, but it was like the whole... Everybody. It's at a point where I think I might get him on the podcast to talk about him. You should. To talk to him. About yeah. Him. Uh, someone said he's ruining my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that was possible? Now, uh, I do like Diego Sanchez in this fight. I want Diego to win. I do think that, you know, he's taking, he's had so many fights, so much punishment. And if he doesn't win, you know, he may want to consider maybe this is not, maybe, you know, something else. But I, I, I want him to win. I hope he wins. And I think he's going to win. But, you know, I just don't want to see this guy get punched anymore because it's just. Who, Diego Sanchez? Yeah, he's just had so many. I mean, he won UFC 1, uh, the uh, Ultimate Fighter 1. <laughs> UFC say. 1. He won the Ultimate Fighter 1. <laughs> so this guy is like 48 he years won the, old. Yeah, he won like the Ultimate. 90. Yeah. He won the Ultimate Fighter 1. He's the only guy left from the season. Yeah, I mean, that, now they're up to what, 24? This is 24 right now. 25 will be the last season. Uh, all right, so. Uh, that should be interesting. Ricardo Lamas versus Charles Oliveira, right? That's a good fight. It's the Bronx versus the Bully. No one is sexier than Ricardo Lamas. <laughs> uh, I like Ricardo Lamas in this fight. Uh, I think he hits, he hits hard, man. We were at that fight that he was at in, uh, in, in L.A., and uh, he just hits so hard. Yeah, he hits so hard. Uh, and I, I don't know. I just think where Oliveira is really good. I think, I think Lamas takes this. You? 
I got Oliveira. Really? Yeah. Why? I just think Oliveira's uh, styles make fights. I know it's the biggest cliche in fighting, but Oliveira, he's good on the feet. He has been knocked out. He got knocked out by Cub Swanson in a really weird knockout. But I think on the ground, he's just way, way better, and he's been working it to his uh, his best capability to take it down, and I think he could submit Ricardo Lamas. Maybe. I, I don't know. I think, I think Lamas is underrated. I know he got knocked out by Chad Mendez, but Mendez hits like a fucking... The only thing I would say that's good for Lamas right now is he was training for BJ Penn. Which kind of helps because you're training for a guy that can box but has really good submissions. And Oliveira has way uh, lesser boxing than um, BJ, but his ground game, yeah, but it's, that, it's all but there. At, but at this point, BJ Penn is not BJ Penn. No, but you're training but for you're, BJ. Right, and exactly. You're training for, he was training for BJ. It's the same kind of style with the ground. Uh, when Darius. I train for BJ, it's a lot of throwing my legs over my <laughs> <laughs> over my head. A lot of triangles. <laughs> how, 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 your fiance, how, how does she get BJs every, every time or what? What? He was talking about him giving himself a BJ. Oh, yeah. That's your fiance. How, 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 how often does your fiance blow you? You can't just deflect it on me. No, I'm, I'm deflecting it now. No, no, no. If we're getting fiance talk, you, you, know, you, you have to answer the she, question. Yeah, how many, how many blowjobs every time she gives yeah, you a blowjob? Yeah, every time I want it. If I want, yeah, she's. she's <laughs> She's a very. She's a team player. She's very mouth giving. Oh, shut up, Dick. See, <laughs> well, this is why we don't talk about the fiancés on this show, you idiot. <laughs> you didn't answer the question. I'm not going to. Come on, no. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh, you are a dodgeball. All right. So I so. won dodgeball this whole no, time. No, he's an eight ball. Yeah, eight exactly. Ball. Eight ball. Eight ball. That's great. Good one. Hey, oh, he got one. He hit a single, everybody. Dude, the other day we were at the dime bar, and uh, I'm like, "Fucking no comics here." He goes, "Well, if you need me." <laughs> <laughs> he said the same thing at the Bellator. <laughs> They're like, "I don't know." Bubba's running late. Well, if you need me, if you need me. You That's just throw me in there. So funny. Uh, Benil Dariush versus Rashid Magomedov. Tell me about Magomedov, CB. Hold on, I'm Googling him. All right, fuck it. <laughs> Benil Darius wins this fight. No, all right, I, I, uh, Benil, Alex, Benil all day. Benil it's all day. Iran versus Russia, boy. <sighs> I know. Uh, Alexa Grasso, who's undefeated. Yeah, She's yeah. a beast. Uh, I remember her from, from Invicta. Uh, is fighting Heather Joe Clark. I got my girl Heather. Uh, if Heather fights the way Heather can fight... Heather With a banjo. Win- Heather wins this fight, <laughs> but she doesn't believe in her power at times. Does Heather be- listen to our podcast? Why? Just curious. No. Okay. Why? I was gonna say if she does, then that's that could be why. But no, why? I don't know. No, Heather what, Joe what Clark. What are you saying? What are you saying? Because there you saying people that listen to the podcast curses you. No. <laughs> he doesn't know. No. What like saying. she's gonna finish the get knocked out and be like, this is all because I listened to that damn MMA roasted yeah, podcast. No, I, was, I was waiting to see like if she listens to the podcast. You were just saying it because she listens and she's a friend. That's all I was saying. But CB logic. All right, so I think that Heather Heather's got more power than she knows. She's got a great training camp. Trains over over at uh, Extreme Couture with Misha and uh, those girls over there. Um, so I think Heather could win this fight. She's got more experience, fought better girls. But this Grasso girl is from Invicta, and they're setting her up, man. They're they're bringing in Heather to lose. I I think because they got a girl in Mexico, a Mexican fighter from Mexico, undefeated. From Invicta yeah. is a beast, but I think Heather can win this fight. I think Heather can make pull off the upset. It's just a ma- it, this is a, one of the classic examples of mental, of a m- mental game. Heather Joe Clark beat Rowdy Beck. Uh, Heather Joe Clark, um, Rowdy Beck. 
you know, but she lost to uh, Felice Herrig uh, twice. Uh, but she's but she's good. She's a good fighter. Uh, her last fight, she fought that girl from uh, Poland who's fighting for the title. Carolina Kowalkowicz. Yeah, um, and she was holding her own until until that girl just outstruck her. But she's tough. I think she could beat Grasso. Who do you like in this fight? I got Grasso. Really? Yeah, I think Grasso wins it. Probably by decision, because that's pretty much what she's been doing. But, I mean, she's fought, you know, she's fought Alita Gray. She's fought Mizuki in a way. She's fought tough girls, too. Um, but I like Alexa Grasso. They're bringing her in as, like, the next big 115-er. Yep. Uh, Joe Soto. I, I, like it, uh, I like it for a good mid-fight finger bang. <laughs> Joe Soto versus Marco Beltran. Uh, I don't know much about Joe Soto. I don't know. He, he, he lost to TJ Dillashaw. Yeah. Soto's he, a replacement, though, because the guy that was fighting, Guido Canetti, yeah. got busted for a USADA violation, so he got pulled. This was Joe on the short-notice fights? Joe Soto only found out about this, or only took the fight, I think, like two days ago. He's Ooh. willing to say yes, and he puts up a good fight on short notice. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a tough kid. Yeah. When you got the rep, you become the guy they call. And his catch weight, so he don't have to drop to 135. And smiling Sam Alvey is fighting Alex Nicholson. Have you seen the Twitter beef no, on what's this going one? On? So Nicholson's the guy that went with Mike Perry to the weigh-ins and then talked shit about Hung Yu Lim. Yeah. Uh, he also was the guy that, before he fought Misha Serkinov, proposed to his girl at the weigh-ins. Right. But He's been talking a bunch of shit to Sam. Or which no, not Sam. Wait a minute. Which way? Marlon Wayans? <laughs> which Wayans is this? Damon Wayans? Shante Wayans? She was fucking funny. Shante Wayans is very funny. She was at I the like haha. She was. Yeah. I think she was the last one to go up before you. Yeah. She was really good. But anyways, she's a funny guy. I like her. No, actually, I'm sorry. He wasn't going with Alvy on Twitter. He was talking shit to Elias. Oh yeah. And he was like, and he was like, I'll fuck you up, Elias. Like he's like, dude, beat some people. And then we'll talk. Yeah. But like supposedly, I guess Alex Nicholson has had some domestic violence issues with girls and shit like that. And Elias was just fucking tearing him up on Twitter. Uh, but Alex Nicholson's first fight in the UFC was Misha Serkinov at the Hendricks Thompson card. And he got his jaw broken from a neck crank. Oh. Like snapped. You actually saw it in the fight. Oui. I got Sam Alvey by knockout in the first round. Sam Alvey has some power. But he's one of those dudes that loses the fights and thinks he's going to win. Beats the guy who thinks he's going to lose. Uh, I mm. love smiling Sam Alvey. Nice guy. His, 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 his trainer slash... Girlfriend, one America's Next Top Model. She was one of the finest. Didn't she like give birth? Beautiful redhead. Um, Mm. And so it's just a cute couple. She was pregnant at his last fight. Like super pregnant. Yeah, it's just just funny. The whole thing is funny. Uh, I hope Sam wins this fight. I really do. Yeah. Uh, Likeable character. I don't know why he's buried on Fight Pass. Why are they burying him on Fight Pass? Because they know he's exciting. And they want something somewhat exciting to uh, be the Fight Pass Main event because the fight past prelims, they're no names. And the then other Jason two fights. Novelli is fighting. He's the guy from Titan, right? He came over. Yeah. He's fighting uh, Marco Polo Reyes. Novelli's nickname is Pepsi. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> what is this now? We're going like this. What? Pepsi? Pepsi? Really? Is he just going straight for sponsorship? <laughs> like he's hoping they go, listen, we like what you're doing with the name. <laughs> You're holding up the brand. Here's a check. It, actually, that? if it worked, it'd be genius. Now everyone would be changing their I'm name. I'm Red Bull. I'm Gucci. Like, I'm, I'm Trojan. Like, I'm Magnum. Like today, everything's gonna. That that knockout was brought to you by. Everything's <laughs> gonna. Everyone's gonna pre-sponsor themselves. Yeah. What is this? That, but I don't know. It's cool. But I hope the rally wins. I remember he came on the show. He did a press conference. But Polo's uh, tough too. Polo was in that. I think it was the first fight of the night at 199. 
It was Polo and the lightweight Dong Young Kim, and they beat the shit out of each other. I think they ended up getting fight of the night. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, so who so do you think's going to win? It's a tough fight. Polo's, going down? Polo's out of... Uh, Polo's out of Alliance, too. Oh, Trans Amasio, yeah, yeah. Fullen, and, A lot of those, those Mexican guys. fighters are from there. Well, yeah, it's right over the border. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can't pick a dog in that <laughs> You're fight. You're going to just get across to the training camp. The training camp is right over there. All our dreams are coming. Well, they're right in Chula they Vista. All, they're literally across the fucking border. Night, like, I told you that night that Magana and Rowdy Beck called me like, "Hey, we're hey, you know, bring alcohol and and and, and, come <laughs> and with us. so I'm like, I'm, I'm in Vegas, right? And Magana fights. She loses to the karate hottie, who's fighting Paige Van Zant, by the way. And okay. Like the fucking hottest fight of all time. Mid fight finger bang. They're headlining. It's just funny. They're headlining like, the Sacramento card. Like Fox is like, get the two. <laughs> you're, uh, you're our favorite's not even headlining that yeah, card. It's his last fight ever. And and He's not the headliner. He's not the main event. The karate Payton, hottie, yeah, Paige Van Zandt. Paige is one on one her last two fights. The karate yeah. is one on zero in the UFC. Like fuck, get the hot Asian and the, the blonde. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they they call me up. I told the story before. I'm sorry if you heard this before. They're like, hey, want to come party with us in Vegas? I'm like. Fuck yeah. And I'm already like in a terrible, I'm in a depressed mood because Ellenberger just got knocked out by Stephen Thompson. Like, and I'm in the front row and he's like in a fucking coma. And I'm just like, Jesus, fuck. Not in a coma. He goes to the hospital. I'm just like, right. It's very depressing. Right, because you're like, it's my fault. And then Marina lost day before. Right, right, right. It was one of those weekends. I was like, fuck, right? So then I'm I'm like, okay, you know what? Magania and, and, and Beck are like, come over and party with us, right? <laughs> and I never even met him before, right? I never met Magania before. I think I met Beck for like a second. So I go over there, I get all kinds of alcohol. And it's one of those things that like, I'm in the hotel room, I'm in the hotel and they're, they're not selling. I have to buy those little bottles for like 10 what? bucks a piece. The little airplane bottles? Yes, yeah, so I brought like 30 of them. I spent like 300 bucks on alcohol. <laughs> so I fucking show up with like a bag of alcohol, this ready to party. This is the best part. And the Mexican top team or something is <laughs> staying with them mentioned. the alliance so I walk into this room there's 25 Mexicans <laughs> on the beds like camping out like living there welcome to my house <laughs> at Thanksgiving <laughs> and, they, and they're all like fighters they all have like cauliflower ears they yeah. speak English they're all making jokes with themselves I think about me saying I heard gringo and laughing <laughs> 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 like, they're, drink, they're drinking your tiny liquor you know yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the gringo this is all he can drink I still had a great night, but Jesus Christ, that was not what I was expecting. The, there's uh, one more fight on that card: Felipe Arantes and Eric Perez. Oh, really? It's a really good fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very tough to call too. So, all right. And I didn't know how stacked the Bellator card was this weekend. Yeah, I, that's that's gonna be fun. Uh, so, Patricio Football versus Derek Campos two is set. As the yeah, Curran got injured. Curran got injured. I like Curran. I like I like Jeff Curran. He came to one of my shows. By the way, next week, people. Uh, I am going to be at uh, actually this week, uh, uh, Wednesday night to Sunday night, the House of Comedy in Phoenix. Bunch of fighters are coming. Lauren Murphy's coming on Thursday. I know uh, what's the name? Brian Barbarain is coming on Saturday. And that's awesome. Uh, David Michaud is coming. All, a bunch of fighters. I know uh, John Couch and his wife are coming. I'm going to see all the all the people from um, Arizona, which is cool. And next week, come to the uh, New York City. At the cutting room Thursday night, I'm headlining. Uh, Dean Thomas is on the show, and a lot of fighters are going to be there. I know, like for example, Al Jermaine's coming, and Ayakinta's coming, and I talked to Cowboy Cerrone, and uh, he said he might come, and Caraway. It's going to be a great show. Come laugh, have a good time. New York City, 
Boom. By the way, if you like our show, we are on Tip a Fighter. <laughs> tip a Fighter, uh, Adam Hunter. You can tip us. Tell us how much you like the show. People keep saying, hey, why don't we do, the, why don't we do three times a week or four times a week or twice a week? Well, the more tips you get, <laughs> the better chance of that is happening. Yeah, uh, I can't believe 205 is next week. Now, let's talk about Ronda Rousey. went on Ellen DeGeneres today. She said this is one of her last fights. The show isn't going to be around forever. Uh, she meant her show or the show? <laughs> like the UFC show? Or the Ellen DeGeneres or the show. El- yeah, what show is she? Th- I have to say, she's right on all counts. Uh, really? Yeah, because they all will end eventually. I don't think the UFC is going to end or MMA is not going to end. I mean, eventually it all ends. I mean, Ellen well, ends. Well, the world might end. That's but, what I'm saying. Everything ends. But is, is baseball going to end? Maybe. At some point in time? Yeah, probably. No, it's not. Maybe. If we get taken over by the Russians, do you think they're going to let us fucking have baseball? You can still make your baseball team, but they only get paid in in fish. Mixed, mixed martial arts might end if someone gets killed in, in like a primetime fight or something. Something like that happens. Yeah. Then that would probably well, be- we've seen that in boxing. It didn't kill boxing. I really was just saying, like Ellen's show will eventually end, and 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 yes, Rhonda's show will eventually end because everyone knows she wants to go have babies. She wants to have babies. Yeah, I don't know. Me and Rhonda. I think if she loses to Nunes, she's gonna call it. Yeah, and if I she do- wins, they're talking about making the cyborg fight. It's never gonna happen. Let me tell. Let me just tell. Say that right now. I don't think that cyborg Ronda fight will ever happen. Well, I think I think. Well, here's what happened. So Misha Tate said she'll fight Cyborg at 140. She did uh, before, and then she won the belt. And was like, nope, fuck that. But if she fights at 140, Cyborg, and depending on how the outcome of that fight, obviously if Misha beats Cyborg, then there's no Cyborg fight. What's the point? Uh, but if it's close, if it's a good fight, maybe Ronda might say, well, if Misha did this, if it goes five rounds, you know, and. Uh, I mean, I think at 140, Cyborg's walking into the cage at 175, 180. She is, 172. And she's just murdering people. And, but, but did you see but she's, but she's going to get old. I mean, you, you don't stay young forever. But I mean, she's out. Cyborg says she's out within the next couple of years, too. How old is Cyborg now? I think she's in her 30s. I mean, look, it happens. But I mean, Did you hear Rhonda about her media? What? Like, doing press? She's like, I'll do media and I'll do press, but nobody asks me Cyborg questions or I'm leaving. Yeah, like, Rhonda, hey, Rhonda's uh, different. She's not the same person as... as no, she isn't hungry. But she's also like, I mean, she, I'm, I'm not even going to. You're what? I'm hungry. <laughs> so anyway, all right, let's talk about uh, UFC sign Brett Johns. He's a friend of our podcast, been on a couple times. Uh, he's a Welsh fighter, uh, super nice kid, exciting. He's fighting Juan Hole Quack at UFC <laughs> Fight Night. <laughs> One whole cock? One whole cock. Quan One whole ho- cock. Quan K W A N. My name is a one whole cock. <laughs> You're fighting Brett Johns. That's right. And it's still bigger than Joe's. <laughs> Mine is a huge one whole cock. Uh, what do you plan on doing against Brett Johns? First, I'm going to take him a cock. Yes. And rub it against his face. Okay. And then I will drag it down and flip him over. And this is how I submit him with my one whole cock. This could be the most racist podcast ever. <laughs> it's racially diverse. I, listen, wh- why did you interrupt one whole cock? He was talking to us. Right now. Don't interrupt one hook. Now, if you I'm, fought CB, what would happen? I might get black bald or Chinese bald in this case. First, I would have to drag him from my pub. Okay. Then I would submit You're not graph worthy. I would submit him with my one hook. One whole cock. Wow. That's right. And he looks at me all creepy oh, when he says it too. Oh, in America, it's spelled with W. 
W H O. I can't even look at him right now. He just gave me the weirdest, most homosexual look ever. You want to eat my one hook? Now, now, CB, are you a fan of one hole cock? Listen, I've been following his career from the very beginning. Yes. Okay. I remember meeting him at this chicken place that was located in Reseda. Okay. Wow. He's in Reseda. One whole cock's in Reseda. One whole cock was in Reseda. He was just stopping. I, that's where I met him. And, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick on this guy. I think he's got a real future. And that, now, now, do you think he beats Brett Jones? He doesn't have a chance against Brett Johnson. A little premature for one whole. Oh, stop it, one whole cock. You tell me different story when you rick my asshole. Well, listen, that was just because I was trying to graft you. I do that to everybody. That's my technique. All right. All right. Well, listen. Don't you tell me. Well, good luck, one whole cock. I think you're going to have a big future, and I can't wait to get you on the podcast. My future is as big as one whole cock. Well, you're on the podcast right now, but I can't wait to have you back. <laughs> I can't wait to have you back on the podcast. I will be back. Yes. Okay. So, thank you. That was one whole cock fighting Brett Johns at UFC uh, Fight Night uh, 99. I can't wait to see one whole cock, Brett Johns. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, Bellator signed King Casey. Uh, he did? Yes. Why? <laughs> because of his rap career. Um, oh. No, no. He can he, sing they, himself out to the, the no, cage. No, but look, Kevin Casey has a lot of potential. He just has not. He's spun. never shown up, though. Yeah, for some reason, he just can't put it together. Or he gets when he does, he gets busted for steroids. But I'm not giving up on King Kevin Casey. Uh, he, he he was this rap. He was a, a fighter who made a rap song with Spencer Pratt. <laughs> he was on the Ultimate Fighter first. <laughs> the guy from the hills. Was, Sweet. <laughs> but he's he, he's a black belt under like. Uh, he's or, a crazy black belt. He's a crazy he's, black belt. He's a big deal jiu-jitsu player. But I am also a ripper. <laughs> I go by MC One Hook. Will you rap for us now? This is the same name apply for everything. <laughs> one Hook. Yes. Yes. Wow. One Hook going to beat you down. One Hook make you look like clown. <laughs> one Hook. You know what to do. One Hook. I stick in you. That's that was yes. One Hook. Everybody. One whole cock. Don't you forget the MC One Whole Cock. I, I will never forget MC One Whole Cock. Thank you so much. <laughs> the weirdest episode had, ever. Had, We've had Irish, Mexican, Chinese. Look, look, oh man, I love it. Why are you hating on One Whole Cock? I'm not hating. I love it. I right. I love this episode. UFC 207. Heather Joe way. Clark here. <laughs> and Heather Joe Clark's going to represent all the white people this weekend in the fat game. People think white people ain't got no place in no fat game. But Heather Joe Clark. She's from California. <laughs> Heather Joe Clark <laughs> sounds nothing like that. Oh Heather Joe Clark God. is from deep south, south, oh south God. Pasadena. She does not. Why don't, why don't we want to call Heather and not even tell her? Should, should we call Heather right now? Oh, by the way, uh, so um, UFC 207 tickets. They're saying $605 gets you cage side in Vegas. That's, uh, that's like in between what they're. Um, Wait, 207, you said? Yeah, UFC 207. It was how there, much? Uh, $605. For, uh, like 10th seat. road cage side. That's not yeah. that bad. That's not that bad compared to. It's not horrible. It's not like fucking Connor fight. I paid more than that for cage side of Hen- uh, Hendrix Thompson. Really? Yeah, I paid eight eight fifty a ticket. Wow. How did you now? Where, where did you get that money from? Well, my grandfather came from uh, of course. from <laughs> of course. came to this country with nickels in his shoes. 
had nickels? He had two nickels. One I really should have fucking lied. Like, when I started this, I've been like, yeah, I played the stock market as a little kid. Like, no, something. Nobody would believe me if I said that, though. <laughs> no comment. Don't you play games with me. Uh, we're calling Heather Joe Clark. Can I you know. do an entire set as one whole cock? Not I a podcast, a, a, a set. Don Bar tonight, one whole cock headlining. <laughs> he sounds very, very old. This uh, one he is cock. a very old soul. Hey, Heather Joe Clark. Uh, this is Adam Hunter. We're talking to Heather Joe Clark. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. How are you? Oh, I didn't even know you were calling me. Yeah, That's me neither. We, 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 just, we just decided to call you last minute. and wish you time warp. We wanted to wish you good luck for your fight this week. Thank you, Adam. Who, who else is on the show? Uh, I'm here with uh, One Whole Cock. How are you? Good to uh, get to you on the phone. Uh, as well as CB Gold. How are you? It's good to see you again. Okay. Uh, Conor How's McGregor. Going, guys? Conor. Go, I want you to know I expect you to put up a hell of a fight this coming Saturday. And Greg Wilson's here. Hey, how are you? <laughs> so, Heather. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so good luck this week. I'm telling you. Uh, Thanks, Adam. I'm, I'm predicting that you're going to win. You have to just believe in yourself, okay? You know you can believe, do it, believe. but you have to believe it. You're right. I believe it. Good, because you're, you're better than you think you are. You're fucking amazing. You got power. They, they're bringing you in to make an example of you, and you're going to ruin the party, okay? You're going to yes. fucking say, no, I'm, I'm nobody's fucking poster girl, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm the one on the poster. I'm not being posterized. You got it. Fuck. Yep. So what's the, what's the, Thanks, what's the game plan this week? The game plan this week or the game plan on Saturday? On, on, on Saturday. The game plan on Saturday is to go out there and impose my will, show yeah. her what it's like to be hit, like really hit for real. Nice. <laughs> and uh, and just play my game. You know, I I just think that I'm the the more experienced fighter and the more experienced person. And you know, all the pressure's on her, man. And I'm just gonna go out there and have fun. I really am just gonna go out there and enjoy myself and you know and and love love every second of it. Are you are you sleeping on time? You getting a good night's sleep? Heck yeah. I've done everything I could possibly do to prepare myself for this fight. I spent every single dime plus some, some you know, uh, I put myself in Albuquerque. I, I got a uh, cabin at 7,600 feet. I'm, I'm telling you, Adam, like, I have literally done everything I could possibly do. Um, seek out a uh, sports psychologist, um, just... You know, I hired a chef down here just to make sure that I don't get sick and, and deal with any um, anything that I dealt with last time when I was out here for the media tour. I, I mean, literally done everything. All right. And then no men, right? No, none of these Mexican Latin lovers. You're staying away from them? <laughs> no men. Nobody. I'm here in my room all by myself. Um, I've just I've come out here to get the solidar- solidarity that I need. To prepare myself mentally and uh, and physically, and and uh, I'm, and my dad's coming out here tomorrow. Nice, but uh, he's getting his own woman and everything. So yeah, I know that I know good. that I know that men when they fight, you know, no sex for thirty days, no masturbating. Is it the same for girls? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really think about that stuff. You know, I'm I'm just like I said, I got one thing on my mind, and that's performing on on Saturday. I love it. I lo- look. I'm. Uh, I know you're the underdog, right? Yes. 
But I think you're going to pull out the upset. What are the, what, what are the, what, what are the odds in the fight, CB? I don't, uh, I don't really, You know what? You can tell me, but I don't really care. All right. Uh, look, look up the odds for the fight. Listen, Heather, Heather Joe, I like Heather's one of my best friends in the fight game in general. She's always been there for me, comes to my shows, uh, super sweet, always positive. I, you know, I remember when you had the cast on, we, we like drove around Vegas together. Always a good time with Heather. <laughs> and, and now is your time to shine. I, I honestly think I know you can do it. I know you can do it. This girl has not fought the same Thank girls you. that you fought. She hasn't. You've been in there with better people. You've had better training camps. You're sitting there with Misha. You're tougher. Uh, she's a she's a minus five hundred. She's a, she's a five to one favorite. Uh, but you got That's this. Good money on Heather. You got yeah. this, Heather. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. It, it it means a lot to to hear that from you. I know that you know this this sport and this game and and i um and i appreciate the support man i i mean i the support and i i uh i thank you for calling me and randomly and surprising me it, it means a lot well good luck heather good luck thank you adam i'll see you soon take care all right bye-bye that was heather joe clark I'm surprised you didn't uh, tell her about how in the eighth grade <laughs> you were in a very similar situation against another tiny boy. <laughs> Shut up. And uh, but you got you know you got you got shingles and uh, couldn't uh, couldn't. I had shingles before. Remember I had shingles? No. Yeah. Remember, remember I came to the podcast. I was like, in sixth like, grade. Like oh, that's right. Uh, that was, and it was shingles. It was shingles. Yeah. That's a bummer. Because shingles hurts, doesn't it? It hurts. It's just fucking annoying. Oh. But uh, but five to one. Wow, she's a five to one underdog. Yeah. Uh, she's, I a think, plus three fi- she's a plus 350 from what I saw. I think she could pull this off. I do. That's big money on her if she wins. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 You, just, you just saw his Jew horns go up. <laughs> he's like, oh, lots of money. Now he's, gonna, now he's going for a five-five parlay. Way to go. Heather, are you still on the phone? Oh, sorry. Every time. Right, Every so, time. Uh, we don't hang on the phone. All right. So, uh, all right. You remember when I got yelled Heather, at? Heather's listening for the for the, for the the eighth grade story. Wait a minute. Yeah. What? <laughs> you remember when I got yelled at for the Eddie Alvarez thing and he didn't hang up? Yeah. Joe ended up listening to it and he did hang up. Yeah. Eddie has not returned my text since you said that, by the way. <laughs> It's anyway, my fault. It is. He's All not right. getting ready for the biggest fight. I was going to say, career. he may be focused on other things than you, Adam. He's going to just text me back. All right. So, anyway. I'm sure there's hundreds of people he's not texting back. All right. right so, now. the people. And that, half of them are named Alvarez. So, people, <laughs> people that I think are going to win this fight. If I, if I had to bet on this fight, uh, my parlay Heather Joe Clark. Uh, so, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are putting her in your parlay. If I did bet this week. I don't think I will. But you really? Hey, you want to bet so bad. But if I did, well, I got killed in the last one, on that fucking <laughs> Dodson one. On that, I, like, I Everybody got, did, though. I, the That's fucking, why you shouldn't gamble. The whole undercard. Well, no, I'm still up, though. You I'm still up. All like, underdogs on the main card? I'm still up $400 card? from when I started. Oh, that's good. So, but if I had to bet, my, my three-fight parlay would be... Uh, we just went from five to three. Heather Joe Clark, uh, Tony Ferguson, and... Uh, Benil Dariush based on I don't know anything about this fucking guy Magomedov is this exclusively UFC parlay yeah or yeah is this cro- okay now Bellator is easier to pick I think the, if I had to find the, the, the Bellator card it would be uh, Phil Davis uh, it would be Phil Davis Paul Bradley and Saad Awad 
So that those would be my my picks. So. Wait, Paul Bradley, Paul Daly. Paul Daly, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, I were going to do a three fight parlay, yes. So people, you know, do the opposite. Yes. I would go dos años. Mm-hmm. The RDA, I like his fight style. Right. Um, Marcin Held and Oliveira. Those would be my three. Yeah. Because he's picking the other guys. <laughs> what, the guys that I just said? No. Uh-huh. He's picking the ones that are most likely not going to win. Uh, yeah. No way. I, that's who I honestly believe is going to win those fights. You think Marcin Held's going to beat Diego Sanchez? Yes, I do. Diego did not look good his last fight. I want Diego to win. I love Diego. but that The Lozon fight? Yeah, that Lozon fight was rough. He's haunted by that. He said it in interviews. And like, I saw this Marcin Held fight. Whatever his last fight was, I watched it. and I Because I remember the name. It's such a unique it name. Was in and I remember, and It was in Bellator. And I remember thinking to myself, this guy's... Of course, I thought he was going to move up in Bellator. I'm surprised to see him jump to UFC so fast. But I think it's indicative of how good he is. I actually... I liked him. I remember watching him and really liking him. So that's why I like him in this fight. Hmm. All right. So we're going to call Sarah McMahon right now <clears throat> for our final interview for the day. I like this. What do, you, what do you got planned for the rest of the day? Anything? Yeah, I got a million things to do. What are you doing? <laughs> I, you know, I run my own comedy school. Yes. So I got a lot to do. School? Yeah. I opened right. an office. I opened a studio. Where? Down on Pico. Where? On Pico. I know. Pico and <laughs> what? Pico and Fairfax? Uh, well, it's between, it's fair, Pico and Cloverdale. Does that make it easier yes, for you? Yes, it does. Okay, there you go. <laughs> nice. It's between Liberia and Fairfax. So it's like your school? It says, yeah. it says on the outside Greg Wilson's comedy school? It says the Comedy Institute. Nice. Yeah. Do you have teachers? No, I'm the teacher. <laughs> and the administrator. That's like I'm all on the whole fucking place. So I got to run it all myself. And it's also great because it's my own little office. And how many students do you have? Right now I have uh, 10. There you go. Yeah. Nice. CB, now is, 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 is Baba going to take your school? He can. Nice. That's the thing. I'm going to start teaching a lot more now. That's great. So, because I have my own space, so I can do whatever. That's why I want you to teach the, uh, a workshop. I want you to have a seminar. Do, 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 do I get paid for this? Yes, of course. All right. Uh, have you been making your notes? Because I talked to you about this already. Yes, I'm, making, I'm doing 19 years of comedy. I've made my notes. So you, yeah. you have notes. You I know have, what you want to say. I, sure. Great. That's all I want you to do. Of course. Because you know that I think you're the best joke writer in stand-up comedy. Oh. Bar none. Number one. Oh, thank you. Know, you know, I mean, obviously I'm the best comedian, but you're the best <laughs> joke writer. We're calling Sarah back again. No, but you are. And I feel like young comedians can learn so much about joke writing, about joke writing particularly from a master joke oh, writer you. like yourself. Joke writing is very important. People don't understand because, you know, if the joke is funny, sometimes like sometimes you're having a bad day. You're not in it. Some something shit could happen. But if strong, joke, you rely on the writing, the re- you rely on the writing. Yes. When, when, you, when you rely on the performance, you could be fucked. You got to be there. Right. Exactly. So when you rely, when you have good writing, you can literally just let the writing do the job when you're not feeling it too yeah, much. Exactly. You, you know, and it's going to still work because yeah. that and that's how you know you've got good writing. Right. You know, and you've got that kind of writing. And I think every comic could benefit from from studying what you do. Thank you. You know, thank you. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. I, like I mean, it. there's no depth, but the structure <laughs> is, <laughs> is unstoppable. There's plenty of depth. No, there is. You touched on a lot. Your, your political stuff you did was great. Oh, thanks. You know? Plenty of depth and all kinds of stuff. What are you doing, CB? Playing a game. <laughs> are you really playing a game? You're on the podcast playing a fucking video game? <laughs> yeah. Really? I do it quite often. My, my, my grandfather so came to this country with nothing but two cabbages and a bread roll. 
And with that, how do we get from like a dime to a bread roll and cabbages, turnips, fucking? That's he, funny, man. He came carrying a blanket behind him. He, came, he was Linus from the Peanuts. He, he was wearing newspaper for shoes. I was thinking about Michael and a hat. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, what else is going on? We're trying to call Sarah McMahon. She said to push the podcast to the thing till later. I said no problem. She's not picking up. I love Sarah McMahon. So cool. She's fighting Alexis Davis. Yep. Where? Is that in Sacramento? Is it the Sacramento card? Or is it 206? I'm trying to do a, uh, a show uh, the day before Sacramento. Uh, if you want to come. Hey, if you put it, it together, I'll go. I was thinking about trying to find a venue. Do you, do you have any to, to do like a night before? We can go to the fight the next day. In Sacramento? Yeah. What about Laughs Unlimited? I don't, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not in that club. But. Oh, okay. I got. Uh, well, I'm not really there. E- I know the, the lady that I have her email and I know who books it, but I don't really, I haven't worked for her yet. Even, it's, uh, anyway, it's a weird situation. It's but the tough finale in Vegas. A finale in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, well, what day is that? I think it's December 3rd. December 3rd. And Ellenberger's on that card too. Yeah, he's fighting Masvidal. Yeah. Ooh. Have you been watching the new tough? I haven't been watching. Yeah, of course. It. Is it good? It's probably one of the best seasons in a long time. How's Danger Cage doing? He's good. They had last week off. Uh, this week is their first week back. They're in, I think, the quarterfinals or the semifinals, whatever the hell it's called. Um, but the season's been awesome, man. Every I, fight's I, been I started great. Watching it, and then I just like, it's like I have to have someone up a life. It's hard. You know, I'm trying to watch it though. I. There's too much television now. Too much. There's too much. And now, like, I've been wanting to watch this Luke Cage show. It's unbelievable. I can't get to it. By the way, Luke Cage, laziest costume of the season. Oh, I know. Hello, uh, we are talking to Sarah McMahon. How are you? uh, Hey, how's it going? UFC star, Olympic silver medalist. Best butt, Woo! best ass at MMA. Uh, uh, aside from your <laughs> aside from Uriah's chin, how are you? I'm really, really good. Um, I'm just finishing up getting a massage. Mm, nice. Ooh. So you're butt naked right now? <laughs> Not completely, but mostly. <laughs> nice. All right. That's 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 exactly how we like it. Then I will so, put this away. So, uh, <laughs> congrats on you got a fight coming up against Alexis Davis, right? Yes, I'm super excited about that. Nice. You got this fight. I, I just, I, I think, I think you're gonna overwhelm her. You hit fucking hard. You're wrestling. I, I think this is a good matchup for you. I, I am picking you all the way. Yeah, I, um, I had asked to fight her before um, when they had like different people who I'd call out, and um, she was one of them. And it, it really is a lot more out of respect, you know, for her skills and for her toughness. You know, like I knew she was the kind of girl that would step up to the challenge. Um, and you know, like she'll go in there and she'll, you know, put on a great show and a great fight. Like she'll give absolutely a hundred percent for every second of the fight. So I think this is a great matchup. I think it's a good matchup though. I just think that you're, uh, physically too strong. And I just think that this is a way for you to get back into that top five. You're always right there. Yeah. You're right there, you know? So, yeah. Um, she, uh, she beat the current champion. So this absolutely should put me in title contention, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And it not, doesn't get better than somebody who's beat the current champ. Now, how do you feel about Ronda getting that title shot? You know, other people are, you know, really disturbed and bothered, but I'm not at all. Um, I think cause if I, I just looked at it like 
what do I think should happen if this were one of the other champions? And if they were like a, you know, the champion for, you know, nine title fights, yeah. I think it's nine. Um, no, they absolutely deserve a title shot. I mean, they, they've proven it on the highest level that, that they're very skilled, you know? So I look at it like if this were wrestling, that the same thing would happen. You would give favoritism towards somebody who is a, a long-standing champion. And so for me, it, it really does make sense. And even if you don't look at it from a sport perspective, if you look at it from, you know, like a business perspective, it's smart. She makes more money than everybody else in the UFC. You know, when she brings in more revenue, I, I understand why the UFC did it. I don't stand against that choice. I agree, and I think in this case it's right. I do think there's a, a danger the UFC is now getting into where they give Dan Henderson a title shot who's ranked number 15th because he beat Bisbing at 100 UFCs ago. Uh, and, and now we're getting into like, oh, if GS, keep beat, if GS comes back, he gets a title shot, or maybe we'll give Nick Diaz a title shot. Uh, I do think the WME, William Morris era of the UFC of just making big money fights, while in short term make money, in long term, is bad for the sport. Yeah, I think that the the big money matchups are great. I just don't always wish that they were title shots. You know, like um, I do prefer them to be something that, um, like, an athlete who has really worked hard and won some big matchups and you know earned their way to the title. Like the title should be a little bit more. Um, you know, your athletic career based rather than your popularity. But I do like, I can't lie as a fan too. Like I like those big matchups, just not just for a title shot. You know, I do. I my my fear is that guys and girls like, like you or Tim Kennedy or, you know, Frankie Edgar, some of the fighters who are more wrestling based and may not be as audience friendly. Maybe Edgar isn't in that, in that category, but that, that you like Khabib, that, that they would get screwed. Because yeah, because yeah, you deserve, yeah, you're number two and you were number one, but the number seven guy, the Donald Cerrone, is gonna have more fans and put more asses in seats. So give him the title shot, and then you're like, well, what's the point here? Because they wouldn't it's, do it's that. It's really in- strange. Yeah. yeah, if you look at like a lot of my fights, like there is a lot of stand-up. Also, you know, like the Lauren Murphy fight was, you know, one of the more exceptions, but. I think that people do forget that, like, me could be Frankie Edgar. Like, a lot of our fights really are predominantly on the feet. So, like, I don't understand. Like, and we're good at striking. So it's not like we're, you know, like, running away from people and then just getting a takedown and holding people. That's not the case at all. Like, they really need to forget that we're wrestlers and look at us more on the MMA base and right. see that there's different fighters there. Right, like, right, I. Right. With Misha, I, I broke her orbital. You know, it's not a wrestler. There's nothing in wrestling that trains you to do that. So let's talk about UFC 205 with you. Are you going? Um, no, I won't be able to go. It really is sad, but I have to, like, put my training first. So I'm not going to be able to see it. That really makes me sad. I mean, I have, I'll watch it, but I won't be able to go live. Now, where are you training now, by the way? I train in... Uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. It's Revolution Martial Arts, oh, but yeah. um, it's it's just a smaller gym that is, you know, we have another UFC fighter there. We've had three UFC fighters there, um, and it's just a gym full of like talented smaller guys. So it's perfect for me, you know. Our our coach is smaller, and everybody is very movement based. It's very like 
kickboxing, karate style, and uh, nogi jiu-jitsu style. So it, it's perfect training environment for me. Nice. And did you go trick-or-treating last night with your, with your baby? <laughs> yes, I definitely did. <laughs> what, did you, what, did you, what did you guys dress as? So I didn't, I didn't, I practiced directly before that, so I had no kind of uh, costume, which definitely makes me suck. So I just threw on a gi, and then I put on like a Taekwondo belt, and I was like, I'm a South Carolina Taekwondo instructor. Oh, They're like, would you have to be a black belt? I was like, I said a South Carolina. <laughs> so I was just kind of like making fun of that. But um, no, uh, she was a, a demon. <laughs> she oh, had like nice. the whole get up. Yeah, she like had a lit up face. It was like way too big for her head. It was kind of scary looking. <laughs> nice, nice. Any any uh, any new men in the life of Sarah? Uh, no, I got the blinders on for my fight. Mm, Maybe no, after uh, my fight though. No Tinder like or Bumble. Not... <laughs> no, no, it's not like there's nobody at all. But nobody mm. that I even mm. I just don't mess with that stuff before a fight. Any kind of like emotional stuff. I'm you know, focus on my career, but after the fight, we'll see what happens. So right now, it's strictly booty calls. It's what? Strictly booty calls, like no emotional connection, but you're like, hey, come over, <laughs> let, let's bang, and then you th- kick him out? It's called a massage. <laughs> no, no, you have to, like, you have to uh, abstain so you can build up enough sexual tension to, like, go out there and try to murder somebody legally. Nice, nice. But like the last time, though, <laughs> now, I remember you were dating that guy who was an amateur fighter. It, it, he was living in, like, I don't know, Japan or something. And then you were here. <laughs> you were convinced it was going to work. I said it was not going to work. And then after that, you were dating a guy that was 18. And I said, this yeah. is this <laughs> I said, this is yeah. not going to work. And I said, oh, my yeah, it's not going to work because he was just so old. I was like, ugh, you're like legal now. Not even fun. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's some kind of hot. All right, but now, by the way, uh, are, 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 are you still Jack? Remember I saw you at the award show and your muscles, you look so ripped. I mean, you, had a, you look great. Your ass looked amazing in that dress. Uh, women liked you. Men liked you. But you were looking very <laughs> jacked. Are you still as jacked right now? Yes, I have uh, a strength and conditioning coach that I, I'm convinced he's trying to murder me with weights. Um, and, you know, I'm always working on my power, you know, like it's such a great weapon for me in MMA. So I want to knock out so bad and I'm working all the technical stuff, but I'm making sure I also have the power for three rounds. So Yeah, but you know what? You know, you know what? So I remember one time I hooked up with this girl who was a fighter. I'm not going to say who. And she gave me she gave me a BJ, but her, her arms were so jacked that I couldn't even enjoy it because I was jealous of how muscular her was, how, how, how good, how strong <laughs> she looked. Uh, do guys have that well, problem with you? No, I would say that, that maybe she wasn't doing everything right. Oh, right. You're right. Yeah, that was it. You're absolutely <laughs> right. You're 100% right. Yeah, okay. So, so, so you, you perfected that. <laughs> I wouldn't say perfected it. I'm just saying that anything worth doing is worth doing right. We'll leave it at that. I like it. I like it. So, so hear that, people? Sarah McMahon gives the best BJs in MMA. Uh, tweet that to her. No, I'm kidding. No, no, do, do not tweet that to her, please. Uh, do not do that. I will not prove that. I repeat, I will not prove that. <laughs> yes, she, she, she will not prove that. I was saying that she's never got a complaint, right? Oh, yeah. I don't... 
what would you have to do to get a complaint? It's not uh, fucking rocket science. You'd Christ. be surprised. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you, have you ever, th- like, I mean, there's some guys that aren't good at going down on women, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, no one here, but, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sarah, you probably had a guy go down and you're like, okay, stop that. You're not, you're not doing anyone any favors. <laughs> I mean, are you like, are you trying to chew on it? Like, I don't know. Oh, exactly. So you've had guys try to chew on you? No, no. I mean, I was talking about girls. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, like, girls giving blowjobs. No, yeah, no, I, you, I would fucking flake out. I mean, there have been girls in my life where they use way too much teeth they don't. They don't That's open. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, I'm considering. Like, did chewing you not it eat now. before you came over? What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, that's the worst. When girls use teeth, because you want to stop them, yeah. but and be like, "Yo, listen, you're, 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 I'm, I'm gonna like be skinless in a second. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I got circumcised like, already. Thank you. At the same time, you I don't, already got circumcised, but thank you for being considerate. Right, but at the same time, you don't want to stop the blowjob because you're still getting a blowjob. So exactly. it's, it's a very, very tough situation to be in. Um, you kind of just have to just like just create your, you know, like like they say, bite down on your mouth guard and just take it. You know. That's, <laughs> Is that like a hashtag first world problem? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure in the third world they probably have bad blowjob givers as well. Um, <laughs> now, uh, let's, let's talk UFC 205. Uh, Eddie Alvarez, Conor McGregor, who wins this fight? Well, I will always stick with loyalty. I'm a very close friend of Eddie Alvarez, and so I'm pulling for him. But even if I wasn't his friend, I was trying to be completely you know, unbiased. I still, I still think that he's just so phenomenal. He's so talented. I mean, his striking is so good, and he can he can handle southpaws really well. So, um, I mean, his fight with uh, uh, what's his name? Dos Anjos. Uh, Dos Anjos. Yeah. I, oh my God! Like that, that was just that was amazing. You know, like he can go the distance. He can, you know, unleash a fury of power. I mean, he's just I. I really think that he's a very complete champion. I hope so. I hope Eddie wins. I just, I hope, I don't want to hear another. But, you know, at the same time, McGregor hits so hard. I mean, he's got that he pow- does. that power that I, I'm just like, Ugh, I hope he hasn't, you know. But I think I think Eddie can win. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Connor striking, too. You know, like, I think that he's an extremely tough competitor. Um, you know, he's, he's excellent for the sport. But I just think that I just think Alvarez is going to do it. It's going to be a crazy week because the election is Tuesday. Yeah. Right. So let's say Trump wins; the whole world will be upside down. Uh, which I don't know. I don't, I don't, I I don't think Trump's going to win. Dude, are, are you voting for Trump or Hillary? By the way. Um, neither. But that's <laughs> the a most I've discussion. ever heard that. But um, I was really like, dang, what happens whenever either of them win? And my, I mean, like, in the world is in, like, martial law. Am I going to have a fight December 3rd? You will. You will have a fight December 3rd. <laughs> Are we 3rd. having a coup? <laughs> it just might be on the street for the safety of your family. And I'm going to exactly. try to make it to your fight, by the way. I'm going to try to go. Because uh, both you and Jake. Oh, that would be awesome. You and Ellenberger are fighting on that card. Um, now... Uh, so, are you voting for Gary Johnson or for uh, what's her name? Uh, Gloria Steinem. Or, or uh, who? Gloria I'm Steinem. She's not running. Yes, she is. Gloria Steinem. Yeah. No, it's uh, Stein. Yeah. Jill Stein. 
Jill Stein, yeah. Oh, Jill Stein. So I, I haven't Gloria Stein, Stein I think is like a lawer or something. Oh, go on. I just can't, She's a women's um, activist. Oh. She may be dead. So you voting I for nobody? I can't in good conscience. I'm sorry, what did you say? So who are you voting for? I'm, uh, I, haven't, I haven't completely decided, but I'm leaning towards uh, Stein just because... Um, I like her policies. You know, she's a Harvard um, Harvard but, lawyer, uh, Harvard graduate, uh, environmentalist, Green Party. Yeah, I mean, she's she yep. she makes a good case. Um, she does. So, uh, but I still have to. I need to. I need to do more research into it. Like, um, and I, it's harder because you don't find out as much dirt on the other candidates because there's too much mud being swung between Hillary and uh, Trump. But I just can't, in good conscience vote for either, you know, like, and anybody who tries to defend the case for either of them, I really just start to think, like, you are the idiots that would drink the Kool-Aid, you know? Like, yeah. What the hell? Like, well, this is America. That's so the beauty much. of it. Sarah, this is why, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, you know I'm, I'm getting married soon, but if it, if, 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 if it doesn't work out, I am next on your list. All right. So, um... <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's going to work out. It was a BJ comment, wasn't it? Yes. I, I, was, <laughs> I, I can't believe it. Getting a BJ from a, a silver medalist? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I would, I, I, would, I, would, I would make you wear the medal, by the way, while giving me a BJ. That would just be... Or I would wear the medal. Okay, first things first, you wouldn't make me do shit. Uh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm like chubbed up right now. No, totally, 100%. Yo, you're right. I would not make you, but I would... Have, have you ever worn the medal during sex? I have not. Oh. Has it, have has the guy ever worn it? No. <laughs> mm. What about the but, Invicta? Weren't you the Invicta champion? I'm sorry. What'd you say? Were you ever the Invicta champion? No. Um, so before I got into Strike Force, I was I beat Shayna Baszler for the title contention shot, uh, and you. so I would have fought for the title, but. Um, I never ended up. I ended up jumping organizations. Good point. Good point. All right, Tyron Woodley, Stephen Thompson. Who wins this fight? Um, Stephen Thompson. I mean, I'm. Uh, I think that Tyron is an amazing fighter. You know, it's just I don't think anybody has an answer for Stephen striking. I mean, if anybody was going to, I would have thought Rory McDonald would, but I just don't think anybody's going to be able to get close enough to him. And if it's on the feet and it's at his distance, you know, he's going to just pick you apart. I'm, I'm picking Woodley so for this fast. one. He's so talented. We disagree with that one. Uh, Raquel Pennington, Meech Tate? Um, I think Meech has got it. I think she's a well-rounded enough fighter. You know, like Raquel's got solid hands. And I, you know, I'd probably give her the edge on the striking. But on the ground, Misha has the capability to take it to the ground. And she's going to be a lot more dominant on the ground than Raquel. I agree. Kelvin Gastelum, Donald Cerrone. Um, I'm a huge Cerrone fan. You know, like, and I, I know I've met Kelvin, and I think that, uh, you know, if I don't, I don't like that he didn't make weight. You know, like that that frustrates me, especially coming from a wrestling background. Yes. But um, you know, I think I'm a huge Cerrone fan, so I'm always going to pull for him. Khabib, Michael Johnson. Um, Khabib. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's. Yeah. That's. I love his fighting style. I've I've gone to AKA and watched him train, and I'm just like, I'm so impressed with him. You know, like how he trains, how he fights. He's he's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, Liz Carmouche versus Caitlin Chugagin. I'm gonna give it to Liz. I mean, boo. She's been out for a little bit, but um, do you say boo? <laughs> yeah. 
um, like uh, Caitlin's, um, you know, young, a young talent coming up, and it's in her home state. But um, I just don't think that you can ever take it away from somebody who's had that many high-profile fights. And, um, you know, like, this is going to be Caitlin's first time on, like, such a big stage against a very seasoned fighter, you know? Like, Liz almost submitted Ronda Rousey in the first women's UFC. I mean, that just takes, like, a certain amount of, you know, belief in yourself and grit and never give up, you know? So but Big Mean Gene Oakland said... Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. That's what I know, but she got closer than like everybody else to submitting her. No one else even came close to submitting Ronda. Yeah, you know? that's true. And, and a submission at that, you know, like her ground game is her forte. So, I mean, that's it's a, it's impressive. Do you like Ronda or Nunez in that in that fight? Um, I would say I'd say Ronda. I think that um, Nunes is very dangerous in the first round, but so is Ronda. And if you, um, you know, Ronda, she thrives and scrambles. So uh, Amanda could try to run from her for a little while, but I think, you know, Ronda's going to be able to get it to the ground. I, I just look at it because I've, I've scouted both of them and I've fought both of them. I believe Ronda can take it to the ground. And when she does, I believe that, I believe in her armbar against, you know, especially the longer. In the first round, I think Amanda's tough enough to be able to, you know, skilled enough to be able to defend it off, you know, but come later rounds, whenever fatigue sets in with her, and it does, she fades in the round. But you don't think and Ronda's Ronda really dumb doesn't. boxing coach is going to tell her she's the greatest boxer in the world again, and then she's just going to trade with Nunez, who's going to rock her, and it's going to be over? <laughs> well, I really certainly hope that isn't her game plan. <laughs> if I were her coach, I would say... Move your head a lot, get your hands on her, and finish the fight with the, you know. Yeah, but this is, but this is the same coach that, that told her she was beating Holly Holm in the first round, who, who you know, that, that's the problem. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Bad, I, bad coach. I mean, I, coach. I'm all about building the confidence of your fighter, but um, if that's what they need, but, you know, I'm, I like to know. They're like, hey, I would even at least like to say, we don't know how that round went, so you need to pick it up. You know, like, you don't have to say, holy shit, what happened out there? You lost that round. You can say things that, you know, help that fighter reset and say, we're just going to count that one as we don't know which way it went. And so from this point on, you need to step it up. You need to be better at this. You need to do this. Like, give him instructions. No, absolutely. That's, that's how I am as a wrestling coach. Uh, now, your ex-husband, I, I, I'm friends He's with not my husband. Hey, no, no, no. He's my ex-boyfriend. Your ex-boyfriend. We're just saying that right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm friends with him on Facebook because of you, and you guys aren't together. Oh, should, I, should I unfriend him? <laughs> I don't care. I'm not petty like that. This is not high school. You may be friends with whoever you want. Okay. <laughs> I, but I just want to say my, my loyalty is to you, so I wanted to know if I should unfriend <laughs> him or not. Okay. Well, it's known. <laughs> but, I mean, I, we have plenty of mutual friends, so... Okay. All right. It doesn't bother me at all. Okay, I just want, I just want to make sure. Just wasn't, I don't want to be, you know, like they say, like these hoes ain't loyal. I'm very loyal. Where, where are you? Are you on, a, on like a train now? What's going on? Me? Oh, no. I'm in my car. Oh, in your car. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. Apparently not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, you're not wearing a seatbelt. Cool. All right, so listen. So Sarah McMahon. I, just up, I am not wearing my seatbelt. Nice. But I'm putting it on. There you go. So Sarah McMahon is fighting in Vegas, okay, 
the Ultimate Fighter finale. Tickets are on sale now, right, CB? Okay, you can buy tickets. You can see Sarah fighting Alexis Davis. This is Alexis' first fight since Ronda Rousey, right? No, she um, submitted Sarah Kaufman. Oh, she armed her. It's her oh, first wow. fight since being pregnant and taking first a year off. First fight since being pregnant, yeah. taking a year off. All right. Mm, so she's ruined. <laughs> she's, no, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. Oh, she's, I'm she's, just joking. She's not ruined. Okay. She's what? Yeah, he, she's said she, he said she was ruined. <laughs> this is not true. Of course not. Just joking. Yes. Just no, be- I've had a child. I know that you can come back and train. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> I, think, I think Greg meant her vagina, but... but, <laughs> but okay. I want to chew on it. Well, I also know that's not the case. Yeah, so. Sarah's vagina is very tight. All right, so listen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> very chewy. Very, yeah. Um. It's, 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 like, delightful. Uh, it, 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 so, it's actually got the USA Wrestling logo on it. Um, now, Sarah McMahon <laughs> is going to be fighting... December 3rd in Las Vegas. Yeah. She's getting that title shot. After this fight, she, she, she has one more fight. If she wins that fight, she's going to get the title back. She's going to bring it home. I got faith in her. That's right. She's a great mom. She's, uh, she's, she's, she's good in bed. She's, she's sweet. <laughs> She's, she's, she's great. That's his word on the street. Stop reading bathroom walls, okay? Yes, the word yes. on the the word, the word on, the, on the, street. the street. The word on the street is Sam McMahon is that she bangs you. You don't bang Sarah McMahon. Exactly. <laughs> Can't Sarah. make her do nothing. Nothing. She's nothing. gonna make you do it. She makes you get on your knees and don't chew. Hope you're in a chewing kind of mood. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, well, well, thank you, Sarah, for being on the podcast. No problem. You're the best. Take care. All right. Bye. All right, that was Sarah McMahon. Uh, so sweet. So sweet. So sweet. So sweet. So nice. So well, genuine. Well, well, yes. What's CV? Why, why are you laughing? This is funny. <laughs> the whole thing's funny. Oh. She seems like one of those, like, oh. very... <laughs> seems like what? She seems like a very, like, straightforward, like, not that type of joking person. Yeah. Like, when I, when I first heard, okay, she's coming on the podcast, yeah. which was a long time ago now, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know how this is going to go. Or it might have been one I even listened to before I got on the show. And, and then you hear her and she's just joking about it and, like, talking about blowjobs and biting it and chewing and whatever. And you're like, it's just, it's, it's awesome to have people like that that you can, you know, I misjudged her. And I'm glad I misjudged her. Quit, quit misjudging people. Now, uh, who, have, who, have, who else have you misjudged? Well, I, uh, I, <laughs> I misjudged, uh, uh, first of all, the Greg Wilson. Really? And you wonder yeah. why I play fucking games during the <laughs> I, I didn't realize he was so amazing, so versatile. Right. I misjudged you, Adam. Oh, okay. I actually, yeah. you're right. I did misjudge Greg Wilson. I thought he'd be fatter. There you go. <laughs> I thought he'd be... And then... With, <laughs> you misjudge comedy? I misjudge, <laughs> I misjudge uh, Adam's knowledge of eighth grade wrestling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> At least you throw some shade in there to somebody else. Thank you. And I also also misjudged the power of one whole cock. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, that is our podcast today. Uh, Greg, where are you going to be? This Friday night, I'll be back at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, 10 p.m. Nice. Uh, Yeah, or not too, I think it was, but it was just a few weeks ago that I was there last. They like you over there. So, yeah, so I'll be there for just the 10 p.m. show. I'll be doing that one on Friday night. And then uh, next Friday, uh, November 11th, uh, for my birthday, I'll be headlining two shows at the Ha Ha Cafe. Nice. And uh, so that's coming up. 
And, you know, that's a, that's what I want. And, of course, if you want to learn stand-up, the Comedy Institute, the Masterclass, where you're going to be teaching soon. Yes. You're going to be one of our guest teachers soon. Nice. There you go. So if you want Do to you learn- need me to stop by? <laughs> yes, I need you to graph the place. <laughs> I want to go. Greg, you don't realize it, but I've actually been living there for the last two weeks. <laughs> that smell, those are the bodies. And then you also have a, uh, a podcast, right? Yes, I have my fantasy football podcast, fantasy football, hush reality. You can only watch the video component if you're friends with me on Facebook. But the, obviously, the podcast audio is on SoundCloud. And what do you got coming up, CB? <laughs> Nothing. What, no. You also have a podcast as well? Yeah, I got my YouTube show. Trying to record a new episode. It's just every time I get close to like wanting to record, I have so much to cover. It's going to take me like several hours to do, and then I figure I needed to go do something else. But um, I got to listen. And at that point, it's time for chicken. So <laughs> I, I got to listen to Wean Dog Radio and catch up on that. And, <laughs> you know. All right. Listen. Uh, Wednesday to Sunday, I'm in Arizona, in Scottsdale, in Phoenix, at the House of Comedy, uh, in Phoenix, House of Comedy. Uh, Dime Bar every Monday and Tuesday November 10th The Cutting Room In New York City November 11th Catch a Rising Star In Princeton, New Jersey uh, And then I am in uh, The Funny Bone in Des Moines uh, Wednesday, the tw- November 23rd Also the 25th and 26th Des Moines, Iowa Funny Bone That's great that he finally started giving you That's wonderful You're working those clubs Thanksgiving man. weekend uh, San Diego, the Madhouse Comedy Club on Sunday the 11th, uh, or that Saturday the 10th. Uh, I don't know. One of those days. I'm in. I think Sunday the 11th. Uh, I'm in San Diego, and Las Vegas, LA Comedy Club in Las Vegas, uh, December, uh, December 26th, um, all the way to Monday, January 2nd. Uh, in Las Vegas, uh, January 4th to the 11th, Edmonton, Alberta, and then Minneapolis at the House of Comedy. Uh, in Minneapolis, uh, Wednesday, January 11th, all the way to January 15th. Uh, if you like our podcast, we are on Tip a Fighter. Uh, tip a Fighter, uh, check it out. You can tip us, tell us how much you like it. And then uh, April 5th to April 17th, no, April 5th to the 11th in You're 2017. You're not mentioning your April dates. Myrtle Beach, oh South my Carolina. God. I did that just to piss you off. Listen, uh, thank you to our guests, uh, Daniel Strauss, Heather Joe Clark, uh, Sarah McMahon, all great people, all great fighters. All- uh, next, next summer, I'm going to be <laughs> eating at a Whataburger in Texas. Nice. Thank you. So I'm excited about that. Thank you very much. Thank you, CB Gold. Thank you, D. Greg Wilson. Hope you guys enjoy your lives. Take care.